previously on All Things Good and Nerdy. There's WoW to be played. Between WoW and Minecraft, man, that's, that's my life. Alright, stop moving. Let me suit you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I also remember him bitching, uh, comp- uh, bragging about his ridiculous computer. His water-cold PC. <laughs> it, it wasn't even that good. It really Somebody wasn't. peed in the water reservoir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, college. Oh. This is why you go to college, kids. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's not for education. It's for stupid no. shit you do with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Those are good times. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. You, you, you disappoint me. Buying. Uh, I, I can't get over the fact that you're going to buy an Alienware. I just kind of want to come and cut you right now. I just want <laughs> to cut you. Oh. Do you have a list? Do you have like a, you know, like Stephen Colbert has the on-notice list. Do you have like a cut list? Yeah, and like the first you know? 20 names is Chris. That way when someone oh. pisses you off, you can look and be like, you just made the list. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got a catchphrase. So bad, man. You're gonna, you know, wish I didn't cut you so bad. <laughs> There's plenty of tits. On. Just go to Google right now, put in tits, and you'll see plenty of free ones. I think it's gonna be like killing each other, not playing with each other. I think. That was not a context, but anyway. <laughs> Look to be good. We're good to go. So, welcome to another week of all things good and nerdy. Uh, we have Michelle again. Um, we'll start off with her today. Do you have anything you want to bring today? Bring? Uh, it's, it's, it's early for me. <laughs> no, just, uh, you know, my work also is on thegroovygamer.net, and I'm co-host of the Groovy Gamer podcast on iTunes. So... After this, go to iTunes. Yes. Um, and Chris, as always, is here. On I'm always here. <laughs> <laughs> Anything new to add today, Chris? Um, I'll be doing the uh, 411 Mania's game section, Factor Fiction, this week. I'll be one of the guest panelists, so check that out. Sounds like it might be interesting. And It'll be fun. There's Diablo 3 stuff in there, of course, because this is a week for that. Diablo 3, it's amazing. And our new... Uh, face this week in the bottom right is, I think it's right, yeah, is Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? You have anything to say? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to be here. I feel woefully unprepared, as I was explaining to everyone as we were gathering up. I thought we were recording in the evening, um, so <laughs> everything you guys are going to get from me, you're going to get live. That's okay. It's the best way. It's the best it's way. Fine. It's fine. And uh, if I if I got to establish some geek cred here, I am a uh, board game blogger. I have a, a blog on Blogspot, uh, plus two cents. Um, uh, I'm blanking on the URL here. Give me half a second. Um, it's early. We understand. <laughs> it's early, and I'm unprepared. So you guys get the two for today. That's okay. My preparation was about three minutes before we started. <laughs> 
That's always the best. Scripted podcasts are boring. I finally you have a beard. The blog is uh, plus2cents.blogspot.com, uh, plus the number two cents. Um, and in addition to that, I'm also a moderator on otakubooty.com, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is a nerd dating site <laughs> where smart, fun, sexy nerds meet. That's our terrible, terrible tagline. <laughs> makes me feel dirty. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So that's enough plugging, enough plugging, I guess. Um, yeah... To open up another window. That's okay. Um, we got an echo going on someone right now. I'm not sure. Echo. Or am I the only one hearing it? That's no. probably me. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and find a headset real quick. Gotcha. That's no problem. Um, this is probably the most on the fly episode done ever. Uh, hey, this is, that's, that's part of the fun of podcasting, right? Nothing ever works like you plan it to. Right. So, how many times have you all seen Avengers so far? Two! Twice. I'm still at one. I was going to go yesterday and I got lazy. Yeah. And I took a nap. Uh, <laughs> Naps are good. Only, we're going again <laughs> because we got free tickets. <laughs> so That's nice. I think I might go again this afternoon. I haven't decided. Well, I still want to go see Dark Shadows, though, even though it's probably going to be horrible. Looks funny. Yeah, but it could be funny. It's 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 gonna be funny. That's the thing. It's it's not gonna be like the old uh, soap opera at all. It's gonna be funny. <laughs> it's gonna be a freaking Tim Burton movie. Is what it's gonna be in the end. Which means it's gonna be twisted and weird too. Uh, I but like it feels weird. like it. But it feels like rope Tim Burton. Like Tim Burton's just sort of plugging things into a a formula now and just kind of turning some stuff out. Add Johnny Depp and weirdness, and you have a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, I think they I think they need to separate for a while. Oh, by the way, do. yard selling. Fuck yeah, <laughs> two bucks. Ah, oh, that's a good one too. It's like fifty bucks on eBay. I know. <laughs> I was like, I'll pick that up. <laughs> that's what we did yesterday. By the way, I'd share that with y'all. <laughs> I was like, yes. I need to go yard sailing with you, man. You find all the good stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it. Uh, he's got another movie coming out this year. Tim Burton does. It's got Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Reynolds in it. Um, yeah, that, okay. <laughs> that cast alone made me like. I don't know if this. I don't know if I can get behind this or not. Um, it's about an artist who gets abused, and her husband says it's his work, and some stupid stuff like that. It's based on a real-life story, I believe. It is called Big Eyes. It's supposed to be released in 2013. Um, yeah, but Ryan Reynolds and Reese Witherspoon. It's like, n- what? Yeah, that's <laughs> an interesting crowd. That's all the uh, all the cast that they have on it right now, so... Huh. <laughs> it's hard to get behind that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's, hard, it's, it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds really isn't a movie star. He should he should be on TV. He's Van Wilder. That's his only role that he's ever allowed to do. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't let him be Green Lantern again. That's all I'm thinking. Oh God, keep him out of tights. But but we are men. 
Please don't start singing Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> it's far too early for that. <laughs> he also has uh, Frank and Weenie and Abraham Lincoln this year, though. Frank and Weenie looks like it could be good. Yeah. And we all know my thoughts on Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. I, I'm actually going to... I'm actually looking forward to it. It seems so ludicrous that I might enjoy it. The book is awesome. I'm only about halfway through it. I'm reading the Diablo anthology right now. 800 pages of Diablo. Dear Lord. (laughs) I can tell someone's getting ready for Diablo 3 this week. (laughs) We can't hear. Yeah, I think you're on mute, Ryan. There we go. Yeah. yeah, we got you now. Um, I've been going through Diablo 2 again, and I came to the realization that the classes available in Diablo 2 basically allow you to choose just how much clicking you want to do to fill those bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a necromancer, and my roommate is playing a paladin, and he is doing significantly more clicking because I've got skeletons doing all my bar filling for me. Yeah. So lo- oh, I love playing as a paladin. Back when that game first came out, man, if you went skeletons, you'd lag the hell out of your computer. <laughs> it was amazing. It was good times. Now it's like, now you know with quad cores and hex cores and all the RAM and everything, computers like ah whatever I can take it. But back in the day, that was so much fun lagging out your friends. <laughs> I remember that when I first brought that game home, thinking. Who has the money to build a machine to do the full install? That's just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And nowadays your $300 budget computer can run it. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays I'm downloading it from Battle.net. Like, eh, whatever. Just download the whole thing. I don't care. (laughs) And it it took like five seconds to download or so. It's like, yeah, yeah. This this, this used to be huge. used to be huge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been playing it a little bit again, too. I'm running through as a... uh, a druid again, going bare, because it's, it's fun when you're doing the, uh, the Diablo fight at the end, and you just go toe-to-toe with the guy and just beat the hell up, beat him the hell up. It's like, what? <laughs> what, man? You can't touch me? <laughs> yeah, that was good times. D3, I'm totally going uh, Witch Doctor, though. It looks like so much fun. Same here. Uh, yeah. First, I have to get a computer that can play it before I make that decision. <laughs> Are you going to be playing Michelle? Yeah, I will. I haven't decided what class yet. I'm still debating. Yeah. You need to get that computer, man. Diablo 3. It's worth it. Yeah, I know. Come on. Stay away from Alienware. But then if I buy that computer, all I'll do is spend time in my basement and play video games. And what's wrong with that? Yeah, Yeah, what's wrong? (laughs) The basement's cold. (laughs) Don't put it in the basement, then. God, or heat your basement. That'd work, too. Why am I going to heat my basement in the summer? It's cold. Well, well, then it's like free air conditioning. You don't have the air conditioning the rest of your house. Your just stay in the basement. There you go. Just overclock and put my feet on the computer. I'll keep them warm. Yeah. yeah. It will. Trust Homemade me. Homemade foot warmer. <laughs> my computer runs at like 85 degrees Celsius, man. It's like, it's fucking hot. <laughs> That's very hot. Uh, it's, it's an AMD processor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they run hot. It, it it's a safe range anything under 99 degrees Celsius so I'm good and that's water cooled too it still runs that hot I was looking at AMD stuff I'm just not sure I want to go AMD the, the AMD's fine they just run a little hotter than an Intel <laughs> a little hotter a little yeah but the new Intel processors are pretty sweet 
You gonna get the? You gonna drop the money for the hexadecacore? Well, not right now. I'm not. Like five hundred. I just I just shelled out all my money for season tickets for football this year. I'm hurting right now. Yeah. That was a thousand bucks right there. Red team. West Virginia Mountaineers. Yeah, it's good times though. You know, oh, it always beating is. Beating up on Texas football teams this year. You know, Here's hoping. Like I guess we won't. We'll, we'll move around and tip back up to Diablo three later, um, towards the end, because I, I, I actually know a lot of information. And I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll try not to. Um, but what else can we talk about? Like we could talk about. Um, <clears throat> did you guys see any, any of you following the Assassin's Creed three information at all? A little <laughs> bit, I have been. Yeah. Not even a little. I did watch, I think it was a History Channel miniseries called The Revolution to prepare, and I was sticking assassins into all of the uh, (laughs) (laughs) reenactments. One uh, interesting thing I've read on Assassin's Creed 3 is um, being, they want to try to be as true to history as possible, of course, and they're actually not shying away from slavery in this one at all. Like they're, they're, you're actually going to run into all of that, and it's really kind of interesting that they're not shying away from it. I saw that same one, and I was thinking very similar that, hey, it's great that they're trying not to ignore it. But uh, there's still not been a lot of information, though. The, the whole wilderness battles looks freaking badass. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> They've earned my faith because the, all the Assassin's Creed games I've played, I've always enjoyed. It's pretty much all Ubisoft does that is horribly successful, isn't it? I can't think. Did they any... do Splinter Cell? They did. Yeah. So Ubisoft's got those two big franchises right now. Yeah. Well, that was a quick hit. No one had much to say. Well, it's another. It's another Assassin's Creed. I mean, it's just a lot of Assassin's Creed, and I wonder if that's going to hurt them a little. True. I mean, this was what, a lot of technically the fifth one? Technically? Technically? One, two... I think Revelation, Brother, Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Then three. Yeah. So three? It's, it's technically the... I wonder how many, how many threes there are going to be, because there were three twos. <laughs> yeah. Four threes and five fours. I imagine there'll be at least one or two of the threes because um, they said in an interview that they wanted this to be the end of the Desmond storyline. Which is probably good because people are getting tired of Desmond. Yeah. A lot of Desmond. So they could probably have... They could have four threes. They really could. (laughs) (laughs) Someone will get six fives when they get that far. (laughs) So ridiculous now that you mention that. Oh, God. (laughs) Assassin's Creed 7, part 14. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, have have you guys seen the news on uh, the Old Republic since we were talking about that last week? The failure? They put out their numbers this week. They've lost 400,000 subscribers since February. Yep. They're down to 1.3 million, which is still not much to sneeze about, but a lot less compared to WoW. To tens, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But... It's. It says supposedly it's number two MMO right now. So it's it's wait. wow, and then way down. Well, that, those numbers are it's, behind. Right now, it's going to be behind Terra since Terra just came out. Okay. Yeah, this article is from earlier this week that I was referencing. Terra came out March first, and we don't have any numbers on it yet. And 
I know a few million people were going to go play that crap. (laughs) (laughs) How long it takes people to be creeped out by Terra when they realize that you've got these tiny little 12-year-old bunny girl bodies on, like, 21-year-old ballet dancer legs. I was creeped out in 20 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) That's kind of creepy. I never, yeah. I never really looked much into Terra. It looked like another fucking WoW clone. It was pretty cool to have a, a, a raccoon puppy man running around stabbing giant shark monsters, but apparently it's, kind of like yeah. a bad acid trip. it's like the only co- the only thing I hear about Terra is like, well, the combat's cool. And it's like I can list a dozen video games that have cool combat, and you know, it's not going to make me go play Terra. The problem is, is that the combat is cool for some of the classes. I didn't go very far in it, and most of what I what I know of it, I was watching my roommate play. Um, but the, he's, he's got a much better analytical skill for that sort of thing, and based on what he was showing me, what he was telling me, and what little I did play, the combat is good for some of the classes, and it's really intricate and really involved, but the rest of the game is just, it's a Korean WoW clone, and it Grind. doesn't really do anything besides look pretty to differentiate itself. And that model just doesn't, it doesn't work anymore. It's not going to grab people anymore because it'll just go back to WoW, which is polished to a, a dull glow at this point. Yeah. Well, I think we've seen that a lot. Mm-hmm. Is people will go, there's a big surge when a new MMO comes out as everyone tries it. WoW's numbers go down for like a month, and then a month later they go back to what they were. Basically. It's, 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 it's been said a million times, anything that's going to kill WoW is WoW itself. Um, and as, yeah. on the news of WoW, they're actually doing right now, uh, since that Activision announcement, did you, any of you see the Activision announcement? Where they said no. that they are, they're going to pull out of Blizzard because they felt that they've done nothing but hurt them since they've put in their input into the company. So Good. Activision uh-huh. is pulling out and let Blizzard do what Blizzard does again. And since that announcement and a few other announcements of things that are happening with uh, Mist of Pandora... Um, a lot of people I know who had quit have are already decided to go back uh, once Mr. Pandara come out. So, so can we get EA no. to say the same thing about Bioware now? No, That'd probably not. But, no. You know, just because they say it also doesn't mean it's true, and that's what I wanted to try to get across some people's heads. Yeah. It, it could just be a ploy because people know, because they know, oh, God, everyone hates Activision. So let's say that... Uh, Activision's not part of this anymore, so that people think that is what it used to be when it still isn't going to be. Is is don't like a strong enough word? <laughs> Can we go with loathe. like mega loathe or something like that? <laughs> Despised loathe. I still think that Activision blew their chance by they should have combined the names of Activision and Blizzard to try and grab some of that celebrity that Blizzard has and become Black Division. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have. Even as an April Fool's joke, I think that would have gotten a couple people uh, a little less hate Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Um. <laughs> but that would be great if Activision just said we're, we're taking our thumbs out of Blizzard and letting Blizzard run free in the meadow and do what it wants. Yeah, I mean, Blizzard's already you know, a, a corporate mega company. So for the most part, they really don't, probably really don't care what most consumers think. As long as they make 
10 million subscribers a month and they're and they have this cash cow of rolling in money they're not going to change much they don't have to no do you guys do you guys ever i mean do you guys ever see wow going to the free to play or freemium model at all not while there's well, 10 million subscribers well, it kind of is. Like, the first few levels are supposed to be free for new people. Yeah, up to level yeah. 20. 20, yeah. yeah. Some of my friend was trying to get me started. He's like, here, you can play for free, and I'll help you get a bunch of cool stuff. And I was like, but then I'll want to keep playing. <laughs> how it works, <laughs> this is a trap. <laughs> I had Admiral Akbar in the back of my head going, it's a trap. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, they're free to level 20, but no, I mean, as long as they have people paying, like, 11 million subscribers, they're not going to touch full free-to-play. Um, See, I, I I only ask because I you know kind of watching the way the wind's blowing. There are you know you have City of Heroes and not City of Heroes, uh, Champions Online, um, Dungeons and Dragons Online, and Lord of the Rings Online. And as soon as they went free to play, they their profits skyrocketed. Now they're not at, at anywhere near the numbers of of um, Old Republic and WoW, but you look at WoW and what they're doing now. They have so many services that are available for you to purchase outside of your subscription name changes, server changes, race changes, um, and then now with 20 levels free to play, I'm wondering if, if Blizzard doesn't at least have some group of guys somewhere that's like, alright, let's keep an eye on this freemium thing and slowly maybe crawl that way because the kind of revenue you can get from, from that is, uh, is impressive. I could see potentially a slow shift. I think the thing that might actually do it is if they, the, when they release their next MMO. Possibly, the Project Titan. Yeah. Um, there actually, um, there has been news. I'll have to try to hunt it up and toss you guys a link later. That they're not de they're not planning to take WoW free to play, but they are developing a free to play MMO. Um, Interesting. That's huh. that's been floating around a little bit. I'll try to find that again. Um, I originally saw it over on MMO Champion. I'll have to see if I can run across it again. But it was an, it was an interesting read on the article. But yeah, even with all those premium services, people are still paying the the thing. And as long as people are going to pay it, why do you want it? Why are you going to change it? It's 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 extra money, a lot of extra money, especially with those damn vanity mounts. It's like here, pay us twenty five dollars for this mount, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, WoW's not broken when it comes to its subscription and stuff, so they're probably not going to touch it. That's very true. DCUO is the, another one that had a huge success going free to play, though. Like, they were going to shut up the doors and roll up the, and roll <laughs> up the company or roll up the thing and just turn it off. And like, let's try free to play first. Oh my God, this worked! It was what, the game's fun to play, but it's kind of a letdown in the end if you haven't tried it. It's like, oh, there's nothing else yeah. left. <laughs> I, I had a lot of glitchy type of stuff. My character kept getting stuck in the environment and it's like uh, so I stopped playing. Yeah. I still haven't installed it on my PlayStation 3 yet. It's downloaded. Yeah, I, <laughs> I played Champions Online for a while and really enjoyed that when I went free to play but um, MMOs and I are not the we're not the best of, best of buds. So I play for a little bit and then lose it for a little bit, and then all my friends level way ahead of me, and then I try and play catch up, and then I'm not having fun, so I I just stop all around. Yeah, MMOs are like a lifestyle. 
basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've learned. It's it's a lifestyle. Well, there you go. You said roughly how many people play? Um, we're still in uh, SOTOR, like you said, 1.3 million or something like that? That's what the article was saying. They had 1.3 million paid subscriptions still. Well, comparing that to Blizzard, they had 1.2 million people pay for the game for a year in yeah. advance. So <laughs> it's like, damn. It's a behemoth. There's no stopping it right now. Sooner or later they'll kill themselves, I mean. I'm just hoping to get another South Park episode out of it. God, that, was, that was amazing. The South Park Wow was hilarious. There's the uh, I, I tossed a link. Um, we'll need to put that in the show notes somewhere if anyone else wants to see it. The link to the uh, Activision Blizzard highlights, and then the pipeline down below that talks about Blizzard's new free-to-play game. So there's not much information on it, but that's that's where I found the original. Okay. Thing. So yeah. But yeah, 1.3 million people paid for well have paid for Minecraft or for WoW for a year. Granted, that did get them uh, Diablo 3 for free. That might be why people are doing. It. You almost said Minecraft, didn't you? <laughs> I got a story on that one for later too. You got Minecraft yet? I I not yet, but I have a good story about the Xbox Live release. Did you hear that one? Go ahead. In the span of one day, they had 400,000 downloads. It was the fastest selling Xbox Live arcade game ever. And you haven't bought any yet. I haven't bought it yet. I don't. Have, I have to clear off space on my hard drive. I only have a 20 gig hard drive in my Xbox. Another reason to cut, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> this is Josh's thing. He always threatens to cut me. So, because uh, he has a cut list. Minecraft is amazing, man. You need to get that crap. It's amazing. I love that game. I kind of want to. I'd rather just get on the computer that yeah, after it, reading some of the differences. Yeah. Well, you you're, ne- you're never going to have access to the mod. Uh, modding of the game on Xbox. Because, right. Well, it's Xbox. And that is... There's, like, you've seen some of the things. I You've randomly tuned into the live stream and seen some of the cool shit that I've been able to do with mods. <laughs> like, when you build giant factories that uh, in quarries and, and nukes. You can build yeah. nukes. With that one, I'm just going to get it on the PC at some point. Yeah, it's good times. I love that game. Why do you love it so much? Because uh, it's simple. That's the thing about the game, and, and it's something that I think other game designers need to look into, is you don't need to be horribly complex. You can have a simple idea and make it really, really good. And you can play that game for hours. Freaking, I've probably had close to a thousand hours of Minecraft, and <laughs> I'm not tired of the game because it's still a new game. There's always something to make it new and interesting. And plus, you get to build epic crap. It's like freaking Legos on crack. Yeah, it's like Legos for grown-ups. Even though you don't have to be a grown-up to play. A kid, rather, to play with Legos. <coughs> Minecraft is, uh, the, I think the last time, bringing everything full circle, I think the last time I had a game that I was playing as addictively as I played Minecraft, it was Diablo 2. plus yeah Diablo 2 god plus multiplayer aspect of Minecraft it's really nice I have a nice big server um, oh yeah a lot of people on it it's good times but uh, yeah there's not much news to talk about with Minecraft it's all been done a million times and uh, but now all the Xbox Xbox gamers get a chance so that's cool um, 
So I, I am happily awaiting waiting uh, Mojang's Scrolls titles they've been working on for a while in partnership with Penny Arcade. Um, it's like a it's gonna be like a card game style thing and it looks really cool. But there's not much cool. info on it, and it's been in development for a little while. So we should see it enter the beta phase rather soon. Uh, and which will also be able to they're gonna do it just like Minecraft where in beta you'll be able to purchase the game cheaper um, than the actual release title so, so actually it was a smart move on notch really I mean I was able to pick the game up for ten bucks <laughs> yeah, not bad that is smart what else can we talk about what about Dead Space 3 did we talk about that yet? I don't know the show notes. Have we mentioned that in any of the other shows? I don't think so. It got leaked. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I'd heard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not much use on this one. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, there's not much news on it. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, this I'm is excited it. that it's coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's getting made. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> handhelds in a previous episode and like the PS Vita versus the DS and here there's an article that came out recently um and it, it might show that handhelds are becoming less popular due to iPhones and iPads or uh, something else but Sega has already announced that they plan to cut their releases for uh the 3DS in half this year basically. More wow. than that. They're dropping it all the way down to three releases this year. Wow. Well, I think last wait, year wait, they wait, did like... Hang on. 18. Hang on. You're telling me that I can no longer look forward to another Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games title? It's over. Sega has just been producing the most top-notch, cutting-edge, <laughs> portable games for decades at this point. Yeah, no, I'm, okay, great. Yeah. Show we're on the DS. Yeah, it's, it's they're going from eighteen to three games. Yeah, that's what it is. So it's yeah, Sega when's the last time Sega. When's the last time they put a good game out though? In all honesty, some people like the Sonic newest Sonic the Generations. I think. Okay. Or generations. Yeah. Because for a while there, they had the contract with Marvel to make all the movie game movie game tie-ins or whatever, and they're all terrible. <laughs> well. Maybe. Superhero video games tend to be really terrible. Not Spider-Man 2. That was an awesome game on the original Xbox. There's an exception to every rule. And the Batman Arkham City games and Arkham Asylum games. Okay. Yeah, those Batman games are awesome. I've been playing those recently. Yeah, those games are incredibly good. It's fun to randomly beat the hell out of a group of people. Like, hey. The DLC comes out at the end of the month, too. It's like, hey, I'm Batman. Punch everyone in the face. Yes! <laughs> you, you run around in your Christian Bale voice going, I'm Batman, and punching people. <laughs> that would be awesome. <clears throat> I should smoke a pack and a half just to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh. Uh, speaking about portables, um, that's actually a, 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 an interesting topic um, because I've been looking at the uh, PSP Vita and the uh, DS, um, uh, 3DS rather, um, and <clears throat> I definitely, I definitely still love um, portable gaming. I mean, I've got my DS Lite right here still. Um, but it's interesting to look at devices like uh, my phone that I'm doing a lot more gaming on. I've got an Android. I've got a, um, a T-Mobile My Touch, which is a piece of garbage, but it does what I need it to do. Um, and 
uh, one side of my family is, is a bunch of uh, Mac fanatics. Um, so they've all got iPads and stuff. And so in, in a lot of ways, I find that the those mobile platforms are more compelling for gaming because the gaming that you do when you're out and about is usually, usually a lot more casual. And the tablets specifically open themselves up more to multiplayer, multiplayer experiences. Um, I know that... Uh, Days of Wonder, Fantasy Flight games, a lot of board game companies are doing these amazing ports of their board games that work really well on tablets and phones for people to just pass around and play. And it's, uh, it's an, interesting, an interesting sort of shift to see Nintendo and Sony are kind of like, wait a minute, we're losing to phones? When did that start happening? <laughs> well, Nintendo's losing <clears throat> to everybody. I don't know what you're talking about. They're getting beat the hell up. I mean, yeah, I knew something was... the PS Vita. Yeah. I knew something was wrong with that company when Moyamoto was like, you know what, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I'm like, what? what's going on? <laughs> it's like, um, we're on about the casual games. And that, I mean, we've seen how powerful casual games can be with uh, the Farmville craze. Like, we all remember that. We all lived through the Farmville craze. Yes. Where Blog up my Facebook feed. <laughs> And How many of us are currently playing Marvel Farmville? I mean, uh, Marvel Avengers Alliance on Facebook. I don't. Play I have Facebook not games. caved yet. I've tried it. I've tried it. I I block every Facebook game so I don't have to look at all that crap on my wall. That is that is <laughs> the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone yeah. say. How many people are playing Google Plus? Ga- oh wait, nobody uses Google Plus. <laughs> I, I actually like Google Plus, but I do. I like Google Plus too, but, but yeah. I go to it for all my tech news now because I've just made feeds with all the tech industry people that are in that. <laughs> Leo Laporte, go! Man, Leo's shows are awesome. <laughs> that dude is a boss. But um, another thing on the casual gaming, there's actually currently a lawsuit out right now over casual games. Um. Zynga, Zynga, is that right? Zynga. Zynga, Zynga is suing to keep the word "ville" exclusive to them, like you know, Cityville, Farmville, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They want exclusive rights to calling their games "ville." <laughs> wow! Wow! You you saw how they bought a uh, draw something probably about a month and a half ago? Yeah. No, and yeah. then everyone quit playing it. And literally, they bought they paid a billion dollars and they bought it at the peak of its popularity, and they've lost four million gamers in like a month. <laughs> I mean, it was a fun game, I'll be honest, but nobody plays it anymore, it seems like. At least none of my friends seem to. It was very much a flash in the pan. Um, it doesn't help that Zynga, I think they they just recently announced that they're going to take all of the uh, all of the ad-free subscribers, all the people who paid to have the ads removed, and they're going to give them some ads. <laughs> um, Zynga. Uh, yeah. Zynga. You're saying they activision them or EA'd them? Yeah. <laughs> just mess with their loyal fan base because they think they can. Um, something that I think a lot of people... Uh, I'm going to try to keep this on this topic because this is... A, I was kind of... I'm going to segue into something here. With the sewer reveal, if they win that, you um, realize how many, like, basically sleeping giants will come out of the woodwork. Like, Blizzard will be like, no, we're going to... We want World of and Craft. Those are ours. <laughs> <laughs> Not, like... Mine, fuck Minecraft. That can't exist. It's, it's going to be called Mine Town or something. No, it, Craft is ours, and World of those are ours too. <laughs> I don't think they'll win just because it is that slippery slope. Yeah. 
or like <laughs> technical. Oh, it'd be funny if Zion gets Sue Smallville. Like, no, we own Bill. Can't <laughs> under that name. Well, that show's over, but they continued as a comic book. Yeah. The comic's actually pretty good. Yeah. That's what I've heard. But, but yeah, you know, like like I said, I like gaming on my phone because I can pay whatever, and then it's downloaded and it's there, and I don't have to carry around little cartridges that will break and stuff. So I would love to see Nintendo start putting some of their classic Game Boy games and stuff out on like the iPad or the iPhone or Android phone and stuff like that. I mean, imagine the market you've got there. There's a bunch of people that buy the the software to play ROMs as it is, but imagine if you put the legal way out there, how many people might actually buy? Well, Square Enix did uh, did all, a lot of the Final Fantasies on the iPad, didn't they? I know they did Tactics, at least, and they're yeah, charging something like $18 they for it. Yeah, it's too expensive. I'm not paying that much for it. <laughs> I can go and play it on my are. PlayStation 3 for 10 bucks or less. Yeah, they need yeah. to realize that mobile gaming people... Or not mobile gaming, but... Um, Phone or iPad gaming, people like the like the one to ten dollar price line. That's like the that's yep. like the extent of it, it seems. So anything. Look at Angry Birds. Like, they sell it for two bucks and they make millions. You can yeah. Play that free though, on like Google Chrome. You can. There's free versions of it also for the iOS devices and stuff too. I never got into that game. Like like, mainly because I played Flash games for freaking years. Like mm-hmm. I, I used to be like, uh, was it? Newgrounds and Congregate and all that. There, yeah. there are like literally a hundred games just like Angry Birds on there. So I guess I could never get into Angry Birds. I like physics games though, so that's fun. I like Tower Defense. What I like about yeah. what I like about um, um, you know, phone and phone and tablet gaming specifically is that you do have those free versions that you can purchase. It's like, oh, cool, free version, awesome. And then if you like it, I you know, Draw Something was this way for me, and uh, there's you know a couple other games that I've, I've played. You know, for like a couple weeks, and realize this isn't a flash in the pan for me. This is something I'm actually going to continue to play and try and share with people. Um, so I'm going to then give them the two dollars or the dollar or whatever sure. it is to remove ads, or you know, um, or, or you know, purchase some of the uh, in-game currency in order to get you know uh, words with friends. I, I purchased the no ads, and then I bought one of the word helpers because I was having a very frustrated time with it. But that's that's how they make their money. It's those little tiny, you know, you don't really notice it, but it accrues over time. Type microtransactions. Yes. Yep. This is the era of the microtransaction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Some people have lost a ton of money on microtransactions. Back to Farmville there, like, I've heard stories of, like, thousands and thousands of dollars to Farmville. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> they, beca- they become the most expensive games. I mean... Mm-hmm. One of the stories I saw was, um, I think it was on one of Leo's shows, they were talking about this one, it was months back, but this guy was like, I let my kid play games on the iPad. He goes, he was playing a Disney one, and I wanted to get him a couple extra character pieces or whatever, and he goes, so I did a microtransaction. He goes, I didn't realize that once you give your password on iTunes, it lasts for 20 minutes, you can buy as much as you want. So his kid went and bought like $1,000 worth of playing pieces for this Disney iOS game. Oh, because man. once you've logged in for 20 minutes, you stay logged in. So he just kept buying, and he didn't realize that he spent that much. And the guy got his credit card bill, and then his uh, bill from iTunes. He's like, what the hell just happened? I think yeah. he ended up getting a lot of it back, but I don't remember for sure. That is... It's, it's, yep. Microtransactions. Screw those things, uh, man. <laughs> and you were talking about... Uh, Ryan, you were talking about how you could play the uh, Angry Birds and things like that with ads. You were playing on your Android phone, or...? Yes, yes. 
there was an interesting study I saw. I can't find the length of life of me, but it was one of the universities did a study and found out that these Android games with the ads in it chew your battery faster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they're constantly um, pinging a server to get new ad updates and stuff while you're playing. Yeah. Which is all the more, all the more reason for me to spend money on it. Exactly. I, got, <laughs> I just spent money to increase my battery life. <laughs> and to reduce your data rates. And reduce my data rates. Um, it's always good to support developers that you like, but yeah, that, that yeah, helps too. There's a, there's a terrifying marriage of microtransactions and ad-based gameplay that I just thought of, because as I mentioned, I play uh, Avengers Alliance. Um, and they teamed up with ProFlowers, and basically like, hey, if you order ProFlowers for Mother's Day through us, we'll give you in-game currency. And I was like, well, my mom lives in Texas. I was just going to forget and give her a phone call, but I can be son of the year and buy Hulk and Spider-Man to be on my team. <laughs> this is a win-win for me. You're such a good son. I know. Wow. I really hope she's not watching this now. That oh, nobody watches us. You're fine. <laughs> We have we have eight people watching, <laughs> uh, watching live anyway. But um, yeah, no, a lot I, of I, 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 I fell down there with Avengers Alliance because you need those shield points in order to do to level up and and level up your like Iron Man and stuff. You need to spend mm -hmm. shield points, and unless you have a gazillion people giving you shield points, you have to buy them. And it's like, good lord, this thing, and you like twenty bucks was gone, and it was like, I have got to stop playing this. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was afraid to play that game. Yeah, yeah. A lot of sites and companies, uh, Profile, are teamed up with a lot of places. I saw those ads on um, Congregate.com too. It's like, buy these flowers, we'll give you a hundred and eighty-five Kong credits. Which Didn't you GameStop buy Congregate? Yeah, they did. Yeah. I thought so. Sorry, side note. I just. It, couldn't remember. They didn't. At least they haven't really ruined it much. They just put Kong credits on there, so you can, which is actually kind of nice because if you wanted like additional content on some of the games, you don't have to worry about buying different currencies and whatnot. You can just get that one currency and use it on all of the different games with all the different okay. developers. So it's it's not, not that bad. bad. But uh, I've never spent money on it. I'm not. In, I'm not. It's a flash game. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I go on there and play a couple tower defense games, and I'm good. Jimcraft Labyrinth. Oh, that game. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hours, man. Hours. Because I'm unwilling to pay for it. Because <laughs> it's a flash game. So you can unlock everything. It just takes a long time. <laughs> a long, long time. Patience is, is key for games like that. You can do the same thing with the uh, Dungeons & Dragons Online. You can actually unlock everything by just playing the game. Be prepared mm -hmm. to play that game for 20 hours a day for the next six months. But you can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, have any of you heard of Axe Cop? Yes. Oh, yeah. Love Axe Cop. Oh, it's getting like a TV show or something. Yeah, Fox bought the rights to air a TV show of Axe Cop. No way. Yeah, it's going to be part of their animation block on Sundays, I guess. Chris looks really excited. He's like, yeah! Oh, <laughs> Axe, have you heard the premise of how Axe Cop got started? No, I know nothing about this, it. This guy's an artist, and he was trying to come up with a new idea, a new property, and he was talking to like, his six-year-old little brother. And they came up with the concept of Axe Cop, and his little brother is the one that gives him the stories. <laughs> Literally, he sits down and talks to his little brother and writes out the scripts and all this, and then he illustrates. That's why the Axe Cop comics are so random at times. 
Oh god. It's hilarious. I mean, they're all free to read. All, all the early stuff on like I think it's axcop.com, but they're hilarious. One of the guys at work told me about it about a year ago. And it was a slow day, so I read a little bit of Axe Cop in the afternoon. I was like, this is brilliant. This is absolutely hilarious. Brilliant. And then Dark Horse went and bought the rights to it, and they started publishing an actual comic book to it. And now they're getting a TV show. And if they can do a true adaptation of what's already been made, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> it, it strikes me as more of an Adult Swim type show than a Fox cartoon show, but it should still be good. Cool. I'm, it's been really impressive to see that that property bloom um, just because, you know, it uh, started off on the internet, it was a little thing, and then it got more and more popular, and they were doing, then they, you know, they had it like a cafe press or whatever shop where they were doing right. t-shirts and stuff. Dark Horse, Steve Jackson Games licensed it for a, for a version of Munchkin, which, um, you know, if you want to lose some friendships, you can play Axe Cop Munchkin, and then uh, now now an animated show. I'm I'm very pleased because, yeah, like you said, it's, it's just, it's great, it's good fun, and uh, it's kind of cool to, to see, you know, uh, a story like that blow up into something huge. Just yeah. like the internet success story. Just like it's the age of microtransactions, it's also kind of the age of indie companies right now. People are really looking into that at the moment. Like we've seen the most most well known, of course, is Mojang because of Minecraft and the fact that they made millions of dollars. But now you have Axe Cop. You have um, oh god, there was another one that was pretty big. But um, this the hmm? well the Angry Birds guy. I mean that was that wasn't he like a twelve year old kid that wrote that game or something like that? I do not know on that one. Yeah, um, and it's, it's just like small indie companies actually have a chance, and that's largely because of the uh, well one the uh, the iOS apps and Android apps because they're cheap and whatever, and also well the the PCs are becoming more and more popular as a gaming base. That's that's for those. Now I don't know why the indie comics are coming around. Maybe everyone's just tired of the same old crap from the big companies. Um, I don't know about that, but yeah. And indie writers. Yeah, I've seen a lot of. Uh, was it? We were reading an article on indie writers where um, was it? Amazon's been picking them up and helping them self-publish, and then the yep. they've been able to get major publishing out of it. There's a lot of publishing companies that are scared of Amazon right now because Amazon is helping all these no-name authors originally to publish stuff, and they sign with Amazon Publishing. Amazon gets a cut, in it, but it's all so much cheaper than someone actually having to have an agent go through one of the big publishers. The power and of the, the Kindle. <laughs> yeah, and the digital distribution model works really well for that. I've read a lot of stupid zombie short stories that I've read that are <laughs> that are uh, indie publishers or indie authors who have gone through Amazon and. There's a couple of them that are just really good, and I've noticed that those authors have gotten picked up, and they've gone to bigger publishers to make their books now. Yeah. So it's been a good starting point for some people, and other people are just sticking with Amazon because they can get more of a cut. Yeah. Uh, Jess, the reason I knew about that is me and uh, Jess have looked into a few different publishing venues because she's been working on writing um, a couple different stories. So that's how I, mm -hmm. I found out about that, and we're probably going to go the Amazon route to start. That seems to be the best way to start. Yeah. But uh, it it is nice to see that in in the in the modern age where everything is you know commercialized that you know the small companies the indie indie people and self people still have a chance. <laughs> but uh, yeah. 
traditional media is dying as part of the problem, and these guys are trying to cling to see how they can beat the internet, and I don't know how you're going to do it. Yeah. Television. People are scared of Netflix, people are scared of Hulu, people are scared of having streaming of just TV shows. It's, it's crazy. Well, instead of embracing it, you know, they're fighting it, which, you know, the whole Hulu thing, now you have to have a cable subscription in order to get some of the Hulu content. You know, right. It's going that way. I mean, it's like, no, that's not really the way to do. You know, networks, if networks, like, hey, pay us five bucks or something, you can stream our TV shows. Like, I would do that, you know? That's, I mean, that's why I'm shocked HBO hasn't started doing that yet. Yeah. The HBO Go app is really good. I have HBO at home, so I've played around with it. Can you imagine, though, if they just told people, hey, 10 bucks a month, you can have access to everything on HBO Go instead of having to have a cable subscription? If I had a dollar for every time I've heard someone say, man, I really want to catch up on Game of Thrones, but I don't have an HBO subscription and HBO Go is only for subscribers, if I had a dollar every time I heard that, I could afford to subscribe to HBO on Comcast. Yeah, no doubt. Right. Yeah, because it's the fact you you not only have to pay for HBO, you actually have to pay for the cable bill, mm -hmm. and it's it's like you know I, if I could just get through everything, you know, like online or through apps or whatever, then it's a direct market, you know. But Comcast bought NBC. A lot of people don't realize that, you know. Yeah. Comcast actually owns yep. the network now. Um, so that's fair. That's really fair too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Start watching some of Comcast commercials. I wasn't paying attention. They have that one where they're talking about Joel McHale on it. They're like, oh, he's on Community. He's on all these different shows. And they start showing clips. I'm like, these are all NBC shows. And I was like, you dirty sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> well, got to do what you got to do. And, that, and, and, and a lot of people don't realize that NBC owns like a lot of other cable companies like Sci-Fi. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's why um, Sci-Fi really has to watch its profit margin. So if you actually read some of the stuff that Sci-Fi talks about, it's come, you know, really corporate. That's why Eureka was canceled. Eureka was actually making a little money, but not enough. Its profit margins weren't high enough for the corporate suits to keep Eureka on. And that's why and Battlestar Galactica Blood and Chrome got canceled before it even started, because it would right. cost too much. They paid for the miniseries in the backdoor pilot, but they decided, no, this costs too much, so we're going to cancel it before it even aired. They didn't even have people watch it and get feedback. Wow. Yeah. Sci-Fi Channel's on my cut list, though, so... Yeah. Fact, someone finally outfoxed Fox? Yeah. <laughs> well, I used to watch Sci-Fi Channel all the time when I was younger. They had the Sci-Fi Friday with, like, Stargate Atlantis, Stargate SG-1, Battlestar Galactica, and all that stuff. But there's nothing I watch on there anymore. Yeah, it's it's got... It's very... We got pro yeah. wrestling on the Sci-Fi Channel. It's great. <laughs> yeah. There's really not any sci-fi shows. I mean, they, they claim that, you know, like traditional like science fiction shows on sci-fi anymore. You know, like Eureka's being canceled and we have no idea if Sanctuary's coming back. But a lot of uh, sci-fi stuff is like, you know, Warehouse 13, sort of light fantasy type of stuff now. And, you know, they say they're going to bring back some sci-fi with like, there's this time travel show and they keep talking about, you know, like, like Defiance and and then there's one where it can, you know, also has like the MMO with it and stuff, but it's like, uh, really don't know yet. There's pro wrestling on sci-fi though. That's yeah, cool. they have pro wrestling on sci-fi. Friday nights, Friday nights. See, I don't even have cable. I, I'm one of the people who've just gotten rid of cable. Your cord cutter. Yeah, the only, the only thing I watched on cable was South Park, and I can watch those on the same week they come out on SouthParkStudios.com. Yep. So whatever, screw cable. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about a, a show on a network that does it right. Um, you know, Comedy Central 
<clears throat> at least with South Park and then um, with uh, Daily Show and the Colbert Report, just next day, it's out. You're done. You're set. Yep. Come watch it. Look at our ads. Visit our site. We're going to get revenue anyway. Just, you're good. Okay. The, C- oh. the CW is actually starting to, one of the factors in renewing their shows for this uh, year, one of the reasons why like Gossip Girl and Nikita got renewed is because they actually looked at online downloads, iTunes, um, people who buy it on iTunes, and also people who checked in on Get Glue. They actually, this, they're the, really the only network that actually really factored in all of that in order to decide what got renewed and what canceled. And that's one of the reasons why the Secret Circle got canceled because not a lot of people were watching it online. Not a, you know, there wasn't enough additional people watching it, additional places um, to justify renewing it as opposed to like you know Gossip Girl. Aren't so. CW and Comedy Central owned by Viacom slash CBS? Yeah. Part of they, they've always used to be good about streaming. It used to be you'd wait a day and it'd all be online. And I know back two years ago, at least, they were putting their stuff like on Netflix a week after it had aired. Like you could watch NCIS episodes on Netflix. They stopped doing that, but they seem to be one of the ones that are good or better than the others, at least, at the new medium for well, spreading out TV. Well, Viacom owns a ton. But yeah. The big ones are Paramount, MTV, uh, Nickelodeon... Uh, United Industrial Pictures, oh God, Jesus, CMT, VH1, TV Land, BET, uh, Spike, I didn't see, what, what one were you asking about? Comedy Central? Yes, Comedy Central. And CW? Yep, Comedy Central, but no CW. I thought they were. Never mind then. But they own, well, I like that they own every freaking music, music channel. Like, they can they compete with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's why all the music channels suck. Uh, and side note, I don't know if you guys watch Community. Did you see it got renewed for next season? Yeah, 13 episodes. 13 episodes. It's one of my favorite shows on TV right now is Community. I love that show. Troy and Abed in the morning. morning. <laughs> <laughs> if you have Hulu Plus, watch Community because the entire run of Community is on Hulu Plus. Uh, that, they're, they're, that they're long order. I might have to subscribe to that now. I got Netflix. Just, or get like the month-long <laughs> trial. I got the Netflix. I love Netflix. My biggest problem with Hulu Plus, though, is I pay... I did a free trial, though, so it was like a month, but when you pay for the service, you still get commercials. I was like, you've got to be mm. shitting me. Really? I'm not paying 10 bucks a month, and you make me watch a commercial during every commercial break. Do you want to well, cut them? I wish I could cut them. You said uh, you said Nickelodeon was uh, also owned by Viacom. That yep. was on that big list. Yeah, um, that that explains it. I was about to mention. Uh, I'm amazed that all five current episodes of Legend of Korra are online for streaming on Nickelodeon's website. I was really worried I'd have to resort to some some dirty pool to find those. And that short. <laughs> yeah, I'm so like. What's great about all the streaming is it it's great for people who are lazy. <laughs> um, like, like, oh, you mean I gotta go to a BitTorrent site and enter a name into a search bar and then find one that looks good and then download it and then open a media player and watch it? Why can't I just go to one site and then click the episode I want to watch and be done? Laziness it always wins in the yeah. end. It really does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, HBO really is losing a lot of money, because Game of Thrones is one of the most illegally downloaded shows. There was just a story that came yeah. out that so it is the most illegally downloaded show of this year so far. Yeah. And if HBO just sold that app, 10 bucks or something, you know? I mean, they would make a lot of money. 10 bucks for one show? 
people well, it's would do ten it. hours. It's ten. It's ten episodes, so it's an hour an episode. So yeah, I mean, you go to the movies, ten dollars for two hours, so it's five dollars an hour. So yeah. makes sense. Sell the. I mean, even if they even if they sold the episodes piecemeal, just like here, here's here's an episode for a, a buck or two bucks or whatever, people would pay it. I mean. And to open up HBO Go, if they were if they were to charge even you know I'd be tempted to subscribe to an HBO Go program that just gave me access to current shows and their backlog to be able to go back and watch Rome and Carnival and Deadwood mm-hmm. um, would be would be incredible. I mean, and like you said, they're, Michelle, they're just losing money. They're just throwing it away. The question is, why are they not doing it? There's got to be some thinking that they have, and I have no idea what it would be that would keep them from jumping on board that. The only thing that jumps out at me is that they're they're clinging to the old paradigm of cable subscription. They they want to have their shows feel exclusive so that people will purchase the, the, the cable subscription. That's the only thing that jumps out at me. I don't know what other reason they could have besides just clutching to that carcass of of uh, cable subscriptions. I wonder how much they charge the cable company per user, basically, when someone signs up for HBO. Because I know it costs me X amount of money, but I know, I'm sure that... It's probably like a 50-50 split. Whatever you're paying, the half of it goes hmm. to HBO. Because in, in general, you know, markups tend to be about 100%. Like, if you buy something at the store for a dollar, it usually costs that store roughly 50 cents. This is from my personal experience in retail, which is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I own my own store for a while, so I know all about that markup. I miss that store. (laughs) My store is awesome. Oh, except for those sunglasses. Those WVU sunglasses I sold for nine bucks cost me a (laughs) dollar. I sold those. Yeah, you can sell anything WVU in Morgantown, though. It doesn't matter. I still is the cheapest place that sold those damn sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them for eighteen bucks. I'm like, those cost a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that that killed me though, having my own store and then going back into retail without my own store. It's like, no, I know how much that cost you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't play collectible card games anymore, man. I used to all that crap wholesale, like straight from the freaking company. <laughs> It's like, what do you mean, hundred and ten dollars a box for Magic? I paid fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that crap. Uh, oh, good times. Love that. Yeah. Uh, da 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 da. So, uh, yeah. You know something that's been on this list that we haven't talked about that's been here for a long time? The whole What's that? U.S. Navy data mining consoles thing. That's been on this oh, list for like weeks. I'm trying to remember that one. God, I need to get rid of I th- that. I think that one stems from the fact that there was a study done, I want to say by Carnegie Mellon, that found that when you do the, like you take your Xbox to trade it in and you do the format tool on the hard drive that's built in, it doesn't actually delete all of your data. Oh, God. And supposedly it stores a lot of things in the clear on there. So people with the right tools can just plug it in and go on there and pull like your PayPal account information or your credit card number that you might have put in if you did it directly on the console. It's <laughs> funny. And I'm, from what I remember on that story is they were going to look to see what they what else could be found on these consoles. 
I, I don't remember, to be Paris honest. play Xbox? Well, maybe they use <laughs> Xbox Live to communicate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, not just it's not screaming 12-year-olds only on there. There's Al-Qaeda. <laughs> but, but how would you tell? Because, I mean, if someone is threatening to, to, like, destroy your way of life, isn't that a common occurrence on Xbox Live? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then they teabag you. Yeah, yeah. I, uh... Forgot to mention they also fucked your mother. Yeah. God, get it right. Yeah. It's it's the circle of Xbox. I want to destroy your life, <laughs> fuck your mother, and teabag you. Maybe, yeah. maybe the maybe the, uh, maybe the Navy is trying to extrapolate like how many times they say "fuck your mother" cross <laughs> cross reference with how many times you're teabagged in, in the halo. That's that, those are geographic coordinates. <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, you know. You know, they're the Navy. Um, they can waste their money. Wait a minute, that's my money! God damn it! <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else has been on this list for a while? Because that was, that, was, that was pretty funny. Adam Sussler leaving G4 has been on the list for a couple weeks. Oh, God, yeah. Like He was one of the last people from the original Tech TV left on uh, G4. What, what yeah. does G4 have now? Morgan Webb? Like, yeah, she's the only one left, I think, from Tech TV. The rest of them work for Leo, it seems like. <laughs> or Google. Leo's like, screw you guys, I'm leaving, and we're taking, I'm taking everyone with me because I'm the best, ever. Ever. Well, he's built up a hell of a network. Did did we talk about it last week that Discovery Channel bought Revision 3? No. Uh, yeah, they did. Wow. So that means I can watch Epic Meal Time, hopefully, on Discovery Channel soon? Epic Meal Time, <laughs> God. That is so disgusting sometimes. But other times I look at it and go, you know, I might actually try that. <laughs> and then I feel dirty. Wrap your bacon in bacon and add more bacon and then cheese and bacon and Jack Daniels. <laughs> the breakfast of champions. It's that special sauce. <laughs> and bacon strips and bacon strips and speaking bacon of, strips. Speaking of that guy, did you guys see him at the uh, the video for the, modern, uh, for the Mass Effect 3 release? No. Oh, my God. It was amazing. So, yeah, this dude's walking down doing interviews, like, what are you looking forward to most in Mass Effect 3? And he pulls the... He's standing in the back, like, up against the wall, and he pulls him out, and he has no idea who he is. And when you see him come out, you're like, oh, my God, what is this idiot going to do? And, he, and right into the camera, serious look on his face, he's like, I'm looking forward to getting a blowjob from that blue bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the dude who was doing the interview just like, uh, I think he's had too much to drink and just walks away. It's like, you don't pull that guy out. You just don't. No. Obviously, somebody does not go on YouTube ever. Otherwise, they would know he's the Epic Meal Time dude. Uh, that, that video popped up on YouTube somewhere, and it's got like, like 30 million views already. It's, it's hilarious. Oh, oh, my goodness. It was good times. Uh, no, no, the Adam Sassler thing, they couldn't come to an agreement on the contract, and so it wasn't, he just didn't pick up and leave. It wasn't, Right, I heard it wasn't contentious. I wonder where he's going to land, though. Right now, he's making a lot of rounds on the podcast. He's like on the Giant Bomb podcast, and he's doing a lot of other guest spots right now. But uh, so, whatever Adam Sassler, if you're listening, let us know. You can come on here anytime. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Pants optional because his Twitter feed has gotten a lot of entertaining right now because he's like, do I want to wear pants today? You know, or he'll be doing stuff like, yeah, yeah, now I'm home, the pants are off. 
And it's like, you know, pants are optional here, Mr. Sessler. So. Hey, all these cameras are like about chest up or neck up most of the time, so it's fine. Yeah. You have no All right. Things Good and Nerdy is a uh, pants optional podcast. <laughs> always has been. What the hell are pants? Been. I don't own any pants. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm glad I'm glad I erred on the side of not pants then. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I don't think I don't think we're gonna get Adam Sessler anytime soon. Yeah, this is our what fifth episode <laughs> so I don't fourth I think. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, it never hurts to try. It's not gonna happen, no. but maybe. Yeah. Positive thinking, but whatever he wants to do, you know, people will follow. So basically, I think he's. He's been working, like, nonstop for, like, 14 years. I think he's just taking a little bit of a break before he decides what yeah. he wants to do. Well, it's a shame that uh, Leo and the Twit Network canceled their gaming show already. Otherwise, he'd have been a good fit to go in there. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. would have. Uh, I guess we've... Uh, he'll do something, and uh, he's, he's built enough of a name for himself that doing something is not going to be hard for him. He'll be like, right. go to Fox, like, I want to do a gaming show. How much money do you want? <laughs> NBC, since we've been talking about them a lot, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how much money you want? Shit. Yeah, NBC these viewers, they have just been fucking up for the past you know, five years and so. Weren't they the one that started the Lean Forward campaign? Or was that CBS? No, that's uh, that's MSNBC. Yeah. Lean NBC forward. fucked Conan O'Brien though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I watch Rachel Maddow, and so I see it up there. It says Lean Forward. I don't watch news but on fall. television. Yeah. It's, it's too... It's, honestly, it's just... The, the bias is just ridiculous. Like, no matter what you watch, it's like... If you watch Fox, then it's going to be ridiculously right-wing biased. If you watch MSNBC, it's usually ridiculously left-wing biased. So I guess if you watch both, then you can kind of come to the middle. <laughs> I like the BBC. I like BBC News. It's, it's British, so you really can't tell. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> This is the news. I've been uh, watching, I follow uh, Turtle Biscuit on Twitter, um, if you're familiar with him, and he recently moved to North Carolina, and every day there's a tweet where he's like, what the hell was I thinking coming to this fucking country? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, one, he had to go buy his medication, and, well, they don't ha- we don't have the, the med- medical coverage that he had in the U.K., um, and also the prescription coverage, and he had to pay $800 for medication. He's like, what the hell? And then what the hell like, is he on? <laughs> I don't know. Well, one of Jess's uh, pills, if we didn't have her ridiculously good insurance, is 800 but we only have to pay 25 luckily. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, what else was he? Uh, they banned gay marriage in North Carolina, and he's like, freaking backwards-ass <laughs> uh, state? God. Like, every day or something where he's been regretting this or something. It's like, stupidest thing I've ever done coming to Why did he? Why did he move? His wife lives in North Carolina, ah. and his, I think, adopted son. I don't think it's his actual son, but he raises it. I'm not sure exactly what's all with that, but yeah. That, and he gets better internet here. He's got Fios now. I wish I had Fios. Me too. <laughs> but, um... Damn you, Comcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, um... Uh, this is, doesn't matter to anyone else, but apparently um, AT&T is laying fiber throughout the state of West Virginia. They're just doing it secretly. Well, supposedly Verizon was, too, and then they went and sold everything. Well, they were never laying it. They sold it to... Um, actually, I have insider information on this. I know people who work there. 
but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they were never actually laying it. They were planning to, but then they sold it to uh, the current company, Frontier, Frontier, because they had to replace copper wire, and that was expensive, and they didn't want to do it, so they sold it all. <laughs> and they, uh, um, I'm actually waiting for them because this company, because they're replacing all this copper, is just losing money. They're, like, hemorrhaging it. So they're waiting for this company to go under after they replace all the copper wire. They're going to buy this thing back really cheap. They're like, yeah, we won. <laughs> but actually, if you look into it um, a lot, and this is, you know, corporate conspiracy here, uh, Frontier is owned by Verizon. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's one of those companies that's designed to fail so that they can bankrupt it and not have to pay for all the loss and whatnot. Yeah, good times. That screws over all everyone, right? In the end, except for that company. But whatever, yep. whatever. This isn't a political discussion. This is gaming. No. Well, uh, let's let's talk well, gaming then. Uh, EA supposedly said, well, at least in their financial earnings reports they put out at the end of March, said that they'll be investing eighty million dollars into Gen Four consoles this year in the development of games for it. I.e., wow. your PlayStation Four, your Xbox Three, your uh, Wii U, things like that. So, I guess it'd be fair to say that. Although we haven't heard about what these consoles will be, at least from Sony and Microsoft, that dev kits are probably out now. Probably. Um, Wii U isn't expected to be released this year, so dev yeah, kits it comes out, this out year. for a little while. <laughs> they, they were trying to say that they'd yeah. have Battlefield 3 on it, which I don't know about that. It's just it's just a Wii with a new controller, isn't it? I think they gave no, it HD graphics. Yeah, it's supposed to be a whole new console. It's yeah, it's it's backwards compatible, and it has uh, you know you can use all of your your uh, nunchucks with it. Um, not all of your nunchucks. Don't use like real nunchucks. Use your re approved <laughs> nunchucks. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for a lot of angry emails about how people have nunchucked their. Uh, yeah. How? how <clears throat> oh. Uh oh. I think we dropped Chris. Oh no! Yeah, nunchucks. Nunchucks. <laughs> um, but it's but it's, it's, it's supposed to have like a touch screen thing to Wii U. I, it's I don't know. It's weird. I have no idea what's going on with it. Hopefully, they'll talk more about it at E3. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, but maybe we'll get a new Xbox next year. Definitely by 2014, we'll get a new Xbox. I have no idea about PlayStation because Sony is broke. I don't. Yeah. Sony, is, Sony, like I'm broke. Sony is real damn broke. Uh, they are losing money everywhere. See, I don't have it's, to worry about a new console. I have a, I have my PC, same PC yeah. I've had forever. Yeah, Chris I'm, dropped. He should be back. I'm really looking forward to a new Xbox because that means that there's probably going to be another price drop on the 360 and the Kinect. This, this, uh holiday season, so I'm going to go ahead and pick one up for dirt cheap and buy all the games that I never got a chance to play and, and do a lot of Dance Central because that's how I exercise and feel good about myself. And um, There we go. Yeah. But much uh, much like you, Josh, I, I, I'm, I got my PC. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, yeah, I, I haven't had a um, console since, um, there it is, Chris, hang out, right, I think he's back, um, since the Xbox One and the PS2, I, I never even got into the, this current gen, I was like, I oh, screw it, I'm going PC, 
and uh, it'll be awesome. <laughs> Most of the big games come out on PC anyway, so... There's a little bit of an issue with that, just a little bit. Um, I'm not happy right now with the Microsoft actually fighting PC gaming because I'd rather gaming go to the Xbox. Microsoft can fuck themselves. Uh, for <laughs> but, um... I don't know what happened to Chris. Um... There you make is. an unfortunate mistake of uh, getting into getting into an argument with a guy at Walmart. Oh. He was trying to tell me he was trying to tell me that PC gaming is more expensive than console gaming, and uh, he had never heard of Steam. <laughs> and while while it is true that I probably spent more over the holidays uh, on than any than any console gamer did, I got a lot more for my money. Yeah. Yeah. I have a. About a 200 game Steam library, so yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, I want to buy all the games, all all of them, Just give me all of them. <laughs> so, but, it's, but it's great because they stay there. They don't take up space on your shelf. You don't have to clean them. You can, you know, delete the game and then reload it back in if you want to play it again. It's just, oh, beautiful. So, nice. so Comcast must have heard me talking dirty about them because my <laughs> my wired connection died and the router had to reboot. So I was sitting there, I'm like, what the hell? You know I was like, note to that. self, don't go on internet and say Comcast sucks. Oh, bye, Chris. You said it again. Oh crap! I said, don't say it. Maybe they'll save me this time. There's somebody out there watching. I don't have Comcast, so I can say they suck all I want. I wish I didn't have Comcast. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That Comcast. sudden link, bro. That sudden link. Comcast. I love you, wonderful. Comcast. Yes, we love you, Comcast. I can either have DSL here or Comcast, and DSL is terrible in Morgantown. DSL is terrible everywhere. But uh, yeah. well, speaking yeah. of Steam, um, you've heard the rumors that they're getting into consoles in the next generation. I have I have heard that rumor. Um, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Um... And until then, I'm still going to buy games from them and wonder where the hell Half-Life 3 is. Well, that, <laughs> that, that could easily be their segue into consoles, too. It's like, the new Valve console exclusive Half-Life 3. Three. You want Half-Life 3, <laughs> you buy our console. You've been begging for Half-Life 3. Console, buy it, you get Half-Life 3. Wait that, six months, Microsoft will throw half a billion at them to get it on the Xbox, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that, that could be their entire ploy. They start leaking rumors about a console and then just uh, wait for Microsoft to come over with a blank check. The thing is, you have to remember, Gabe is the good guy, though. You know, he's He doesn't really give a fuck about your money. In the end, he doesn't. Yeah. He's not an attractive man at all. Didn't he just have an article, an interview, where he basically said that EA was killing indie gaming? Yeah. Yeah. The dude, is, he's straight up, he's good guy Gabe. <laughs> yes, he is. It's, it's good to know we have, it's good to know that there are, there are people like him in the industry, because otherwise it, just, it would just be a, a, a trudging, like, nightmare hobby, like, East Block style, all the shit line for our turnip. Turnip and water soup type of scenario. Uh, I mean, I mean, look how quickly he price cuts his things. Like, yeah, originally Diablo, uh, Diablo. God, I got that in my head. Portal, <laughs> Portal Two was like fifty bucks, and it, now it's like what six months old, and you can get it for ten bucks. I mean, he's, he's like, yeah, I, I, he wants everyone to be able to play his games. That's part of he, how we got, got into it. And Portal Two is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
only the irony is is that I mean I I don't know the numbers, but I I know that I have uh, I've heard people talking. Doesn't Steam just make gangbusters whenever they do any sale on anything? They offer it for sixty percent off, seventy five percent off, and they make a ton of money somehow off yeah. of that. Millions of people buy it. It's it's it's, it's sheer qual uh, quantity there. Yeah. Like they put something up for sale. Three million people buy it. Like, bam. Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've bought games on Steam just be, just because it's like, oh, I kind of was interested in that one, and it's six dollars. Yeah, I'll buy it, and just just because, like, no. Or there's like, or there's like, twenty games for like, twenty bucks or something, and it's like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. It's uh, just after a while though, you don't have to worry so much about the Steam sales because you're like, I already got it, I already got it, I already got it, and you get sad because you already have everything that's on sale. <laughs> You're like, oh, I already I can't have spend my that money. one. <laughs> Sad if you're lucky. I, I've had I've had the problem where I start getting angry. I'm like, oh come on, guys, put something different on sale. <laughs> oh, oh, I just got the email. I just got the text message. I, I text message says my Diablo three is available at midnight on Monday. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I, I, I had to buy well, the, I know what you'll be doing. I had to buy day. the collector's edition because I'm an Uber nerd, so I had to go through a store. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what, what do you what, get? The collector's what do you get? Yeah, what do you get? Uh, you get a Diablo skull. It's like this freaking big. <laughs> um, you get a USB port, a USB drive that's got Diablo 2 on it. That I'm gonna give to Jess or something. I don't know about that because I already have Diablo 2. You get an art book and the soundtrack, and it's only it's only like forty dollars more. So I just wanted the skull, honestly. I was like, I want the giant Diablo skull. <laughs> as uh, as someone who owns every single uh, World of Warcraft collector's edition so far, I understand when you say that you had to have it. Yeah. Are you uh, I don't still playing play WoW? By the anymore. way. What's that? You, do you still do you still play WoW? I do not. I I I, di I dipped my toe into um, into Cataclysm, and I'm going to get the collector's edition of Mists of Pandaria because I have to have it. I have to have it. <laughs> Whether or not I play it, eh, we'll see. But it's it's a compulsion. I can't have an incomplete set on my shelf. That would just look ridiculous. We understand, you know, there's there's nerd in the title of this podcast. Yeah. You don't have to really explain yourself to us. <laughs> there's no judging here. Yeah. Unless you say you want to buy an Alienware computer and then you're judged. It's because it's stupid. You pay way too much for that damn computer. You really do. Yeah. Um, you do get, they do have really cool cases, though. I, whenever someone whips out an Alienware computer, usually on television they'll whip out an Alienware computer when they want to show that someone is really nerdy and really into computers. They suddenly have an Alienware computer. Um, and I've always been impressed by the cases. I do want to say, Josh, I'm looking at the uh, Diablo 3 Collector's Edition right now. I love that the USB that comes with Diablo 2 is the soul stone that you yeah. plug into the oh, Diablo that's awesome. Stone. It is. It is oh, amazing. That's awesome. See, you're jealous. Really See, you're jealous is. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's the little things like that. That's uh. <laughs> it's amazing. You I don't buy collector's editions very often, but sometimes they have enough perks that I do it. He's gonna go. To, he's gonna go to GameStop at midnight, way outside, and beat up a little kid for his Diablo three collector's edition. <laughs> are you talking about? I'm gonna break into GameStop and steal. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they Blizzard does a good job with their collector's editions for the most part. Like I have the uh, 
the StarCraft II Collector's Edition for the, uh, and I got the awesome little, uh, com StarCraft Comic Zero, uh, that was pretty cool, but, uh, I kind of got tired of StarCraft pretty quick. Damn Koreans. Um, <laughs> like, hey, just because we don't air StarCraft battles on TV in America. <laughs> those, those dudes, like, I, I, you, say, you think you're good, and then you see a Korean dude playing, and he has like 350 APM. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> uh, the, the, the classic joke uh, nowadays, if you, want to, uh, if you want to marry a girl from Korea, you have to defeat her father in StarCraft. Fair. Good luck. <laughs> God. Good luck. On the topic of the sales, though, another thing that's been getting me a lot, and it's just like draining the hell out of my uh, my wallet, is indie bundles. Those damn indie gaming bundles, man. Oh, oh my man. God. <clears throat> oh, they they guilt you into it too, because especially the humble bundle, where it's like, oh yeah, you can donate your, you know, your your purchase to charity. It's like, oh no, I have to buy it. Like I have to, because I have to be a good person and give. No, I don't have to it's be a good the, person. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> but uh I didn't actually I actually didn't buy the last Humble Bundle cuz I hate point and click games like I just cannot get into those. But uh the Indie Gala Bundle freaking 10 games for like 5 bucks. Fuck yeah. Even though I ended up giving some of those away cuz I already had them. I gave them away on the stream. I was like I already have that. I already have that. I already have... Damn it. <laughs> but yeah. Good times. Good freaking times. Um, what time is it? We got oh wow, we got a lot of time left. Yeah, we got tons. Why are we making it through the list this time? We don't usually make it through the list. Hey, anyone <laughs> want to talk about the Avengers? Yeah, the Avengers. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't we didn't finish last time, so we might as well do that this time. Oh, I heard they already they already approved of Avengers two. It's going to go. Ahead. Uh, it's been unofficially greenlit. I don't know if any official announcement's gone out yet, but come on, everyone knew it was coming. <laughs> If you can make what they make six hundred million in a in a week, basically when you include European sales. Oh, yeah. it's approaching a billion now. Yeah. It's going to be number one again because Dark Shadows apparently tanks. So. Yeah, last I looked yesterday when I was about to go to Avengers again, I was on Fandango to get tickets. I think Dark Shadows is at eight point nine mil. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh Avengers! Uh, I still want them. I still want them to make a Black Widow Hawkeye movie. No, no. That could be fun. That would be great. Yes. I don't know how well it would do, but it'd be fun. Yeah, it would. Well, I could, I could definitely see them doing just a Shield movie in general, in which the two of them are like the key players. But then you can also get more of um, what's her face as Maria Hill, who I thought was really great. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't watch How I Met Your Mother, so I don't remember her name. But that man, so many How I Met Your Mother fans are like, oh my god, she's in it, and I'm like, yeah, now it's escaping my mind. I know exactly who you mean, but. Kathleen, maybe? I have no idea. I don't know. She plays Robin on How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I do want to go I do want to go on record as saying, and this this may be an unpopular opinion, I don't know if you guys will uh, will boot me from, from the podcast here, but uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo, better than Edward Norton. As I agree. Host. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's I have a no pretty popular opinion, and everyone's pretty happy that he actually signed for six more movies with Marvel. Was it yeah. six? That's excellent. Six is what I'd seen. Yeah. I um. Everyone I've talked to has been like, "Man, I really liked it, but I wish Edward Norton was the Hulk." And I'm like, "Are you crazy?" No, they're just buying into <laughs> uh, the big name then. He was. He was Ruffalo was, such, was amazing. He was, a, he was a good Hulk. He was a good banner. Yeah. But Ruffalo just owned it. Just yeah. that entire movie was was 
like the best a series movie of ever. Gamma irradiated culminating in a in a big green orgasm. It was amazing. So. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot more of the the, uh, the the smaller nuances of Hulk's down, like the the subtle twitches, the the constant fight. And Ed Norton didn't really have that, in my opinion. That's, that's a lot of the subtle things are what got me on on. Uh, uh, Ruffalo as the Hulk, like the yeah. twitching. I loved it because I was like, "Yes, he—that's right." <laughs> but uh, it was good. I, I, and and it's also really good for uh, you know Josh Whedon too. Like this is his first major huge success that I've that mm-hmm. I've read about. And, yeah. Uh, I, he actually put out a letter to his fans, and if you haven't read that, it was really good. It was it was amazing. And he, even in his letter, it's quibs and one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're DC now, do you let Joss Whedon do a Wonder Woman movie after he pitched it for like three straight years? No, <laughs> they won't because me and uh, a few people uh, on the on the on the stream had this discussion: is who are you going to get to play Wonder Woman? Well, he wanted uh, the woman who played uh, well, Robin on How I Met Your Mother. That was she got the role in Avengers because he wanted her to be Wonder Woman. Right. She she was his Wonder Woman. So when that fell apart, when he got Avengers, he made sure she was in it. Another woman that so, I heard rumored to be a Wonder Woman um, was the uh, the Confessor from Legend of the Seekers, but she went and gained a lot of weight after the show. Um, then all the fanboys wanted Megan Fox, and I was like, no. No, God, oh, I hate no. that no. woman. No. She, she doesn't have anywhere near the... Uh... She doesn't act. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She I have, poses. I have she boobs. Poses. Look at my boobs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the... the, um, the uh, any, anyone want some shawarma? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Supposedly they're having huge sales on... <laughs> yeah. The best day for the shawarma industry. Oh, God, I, uh, it, it was interesting. Um, I when I, when I went to the to see it um, for the first time, um, there were about six or seven people sitting around me. Um, I don't do we do we talk spoilers here? What's, uh, I don't what's care. The, it's been out for yeah. two weeks. If people it's been out for two it, weeks. It's their own I, fault. Hey everyone, we're gonna have spoilers. So if you don't want Avengers spoilers, right. put it on mute. I have I have one or two friends who may or may not be watching who uh, haven't seen it yet. I'm going to take I'm taking them on Tuesday. So you know don't don't judge them too harshly. Um, I say I'm taking them. They they actually said that they were gonna go, and I I, I forced myself to take them off. <laughs> um, uh, if if any of them are watching, here's you know spoiler warning is right here. But uh, when when they showed Thanos, and of course I was like, oh my god, Thanos! a big freak out moment, and I had like six or seven people kind of turn and be like, who? And it was great. I th- I thought it was actually really great because there are so it, that means that there are a lot of people. I mean, obviously there are a lot of people that aren't familiar with comics, aren't familiar with Marvel cosmology that are coming to see these movies. But to then have you know the, the the real nerds interspersed in the crowd to freak out at those moments and then to get them curious, I thought that was an interesting effect of the movies to have that sort of excitement kind of spread and infect people. Right. That's how it was at my showing too. Is all the friends I went with saw me going, "Oh my God, that's awesome!" They're like, "Well, who the hell is he?" I saw, <laughs> there was a lot of people. We were walking out of the theater. Cause we, we, me and Jess went. We went to go with a group of people. Jess is my wife, for anyone who doesn't know. Um, what the... Uh, yes, I'm still here. Go away, Google. Um, um, we were walking out the theater, and everyone's like, who the hell's the purple guy? 
You know what? I want to cut you all. <laughs> I'm just going to cut you all. Well, um, no. Don't, don't want to cut them. Did you see whose idea it was to put Thanos in there? No, I didn't see that. It was all Joss Whedon. Oh, really? He was like, let's make it Thanos. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good tie-in. I mean, it really is. I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with that because there there are a lot of options, and I'm I'm very much. It seems like a lot of people are like, oh, they're gonna do they're gonna do the Infinity Gauntlet. How are they gonna do the Infinity Gauntlet? I don't know. And I'm like, you know, the movies have their own continuity at this point. I mean, uh, X Men definitely has its own continuity at this point, and although that's separate from from the um, from the Avengers, because that's who, who's doing that? Is that Fox that does X Men? Fox. Yep. I can never yeah. keep it straight. Um, but uh, I, I don't mind that there's a separate continuity and that they could conceivably have uh, Thanos do something related to stuff that he's done in the comics in the past, but it doesn't have to be the Infinity Gauntlet or anything like that. I'm, I'm excited to see what, what they do end up doing with him. Yeah. Um, Infinity Gauntlet seems to be the, the common, like you said, the common, everyone's like, how are they going to do it? Well, they're going to do it. If they do it, they'll do it however the hell they want to do it. <laughs> if they hadn't had, had the Infinity Gauntlet in Thor, I wouldn't have thought it. But they kind of teased it back by having it in Odin's vault in the Thor movie. That is very yeah. true. Um, can you guys uh, uh, substantiate a rumor for me that they're going to do a Guardians of the Galaxy movie? I hadn't heard that. I've, I've heard, heard rumors, either. but it's internet rumors, so I don't really believe okay. them. <laughs> I was I was hoping someone could give me uh, give me a definitive because man, if I could see Rocket Raccoon and Star Lord running around, <laughs> them, they were I just can... on the Avengers cartoon last weekend, though. Is that, watch, is that decent? I've watched the first episode and I was kind of, eh, maybe. But they uh, have season one on Netflix, so that's an easy way to watch it. But they really, they've made it very good because mm -hmm. they've tied in so many comic subplots and stories. Like right now they're setting up a combination mm -hmm. of the Civil War and the Secret Invasion in the cartoon. Ooh, like interesting. In season two, spoiler alert, not a huge one if you've already seen spoiler one, but uh, Captain America's a scroll. Oh, excellent. excellent. Yeah. Oh, the cartoon I'll, I'll is... It's really good. The only problem is there's a rumor going around which is starting to pick up traction is that Jeff Loeb is in charge of all the Marvel animated properties now. And like his big thing to push right now is Ultimate Spider-Man, which I think is garbage, that cartoon. But um, the rumor yeah. is that Avengers Earth Mightiest, Earth's Mightiest Heroes is going to get canceled at the end of this season, despite the fact it's got high ratings, because Loeb wants to put it in the same world as Ultimate Spider-Man. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. The fans are... <laughs> Already fermenting. <laughs> when are the fans not fermenting? Yeah, well, good point. But when you take one of the highest rated cartoons on, what is it, Disney XD, and you say it, and the rumor comes out that you're going to cancel it, and you refuse to talk about your plans for the future on it. Yeah. 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 It's too adult, I guess, is part of the argument, and he wants to have a bunch of one-off stories, because the way Earth's Mightiest Heroes is set up is there's a subplot to every episode that builds up to everything. Yeah. And he wants it to be a one-and-done story for each He wants episode. to treat kids like they're idiots, basically. Pretty much. Like, Which, when you watch Ultimate Spider-Man, it's a one-and-done, and they make Spider-Man an idiot. Yeah. Well, Spider-Man always has been kind of a doofus, but... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but a fun doofus. Yeah. He's a, he always has been a doofus, but he's kind of a, a fun doofus. Yeah, but um, he's supposed to be smart, and they treat him like an idiot half the time in there. I don't know. Yeah. They canceled Sensational Spider-Man for that shit. People I recently went back and watched the 94 Spider-Man series on Netflix, and I was pleasantly surprised. Like, 
it's not it's not great, but uh, it's still probably the best animated Spider-Man to date. Yeah. Are we excited about the new Spider-Man movie? Or? Not really. <laughs> we've all we've all learned what Spider-Man movies are here. We've all seen them. <laughs> like, oh, I will probably go watch it because I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I just don't like the whole angsty emo angle and the whole his parents died in a mystery and they're responsible for him being Spider-Man is what they hint at. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I don't like the way they're changing the origin up. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not a. You know. Not a huge fan of the fact that the the guy that got playing Peter Parker now Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him. Uh, he looks he looks like he just walked off the Twilight set. Yeah, like that's a fair statement. Yeah, and, and then again, like like you said, Chris, that 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 angsty teenage angle just doesn't it's not grabbing me. So, but the thing is, that movie's not designed to appeal to me, the Spider-Man fan. That movie's designed to appeal to the tweens and the early and the late and the teenagers. Mm-hmm. Who are all into the whole Twilight angsty crap? Yeah. This isn't my Spider-Man. It's going to be on screen. Yeah, I'll probably yeah, be it too, but that's out of sheer nerdiness. And uh, well, I'll need to have it to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, and it's really good. Oh, yeah. I would love to be proven wrong. Yeah. Do I, I think I'm going to be? No. <laughs> You know, it's supposed to be involved in like some sort of genetic engineering. His parents supposed to have been like scientists or something. And they've already said that the whole explanation of what happens to his parents is going to take place over a series of movies. So they're setting this movie up just to be like, oh my god, what happened to his parents? Blah blah blah, and you won't get any resolution. Mm-hmm. So if the movie sucks, you'll never know what happened. Wow. I do like that they're including the lizard, and I like the actor they got to play Kurt Connors. I do too. I think they were setting up to have the lizard in the last one too, though, in the Sam Raimi movies, because they'd had uh, Kurt Connors in there for two straight movies. Yeah. Yeah. Though. So, what about the new Superman? You know. New Superman's supposed to be next year. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's like I love I love Smallville, so for me, it was like don't really need anything else. I like. This is all part of their plan to try and make themselves relevant in the movies again. And I honestly think Brandon Ralph was a very good Superman. He just got yeah. stuck in a bad movie. Yeah, and it sucks yeah. to see him pay the price for that. You know, I I actually didn't even think Superman Returns was a bad movie. I just think it had a really really terrible B plot. Um, Lois was miscast. I thought it was boring, and a Superman movie shouldn't be boring. I mean, it was no it was no Superman two. Um, no. And Superman, Superman two, I could watch. I could watch just not. I could watch it as often as I could watch the Avengers. I think. <laughs> yeah. I never got into <clears throat> Superman at all. I actually most DC things outside of Batman, I could give two shits less about DC. I think <laughs> they're going to try and make the Superman, to, for lack of a better term, to be darker because of the way they've been portraying it with the uniform being changed, things like that, and it seems to strike me as like a new D, a new fifty two kind of Superman versus the Superman from the original comics. He's going to have an edge to him and things like that. I don't know. But Superman, Superman's supposed to be the counterpoint to Batman. Yeah. That, that's that's when it works. Yeah. But that but that doesn't work in today's movies anymore. Who wants to go see a movie about a big blue Boy Scout? I, I do. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm already, unfortunately, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not the Avengers crowd. 
But, but to be fair, we're also the fans of that stuff. I mean, if you're going to try and make someone go see a Superman movie who doesn't give two shits to begin with or just doesn't really know much about Superman, you got to appeal to them. Instead of a new Superman... Go ahead, Michelle. Sorry. Uh, instead of a new Superman movie, I would have rather seen the Justice League movie. Ah, I would too, but yeah. they're so far away from being able to do anything like that. Yeah, they got to wait for the Nolan movies to end. They have to reboot Batman. <laughs> Which they've basically already said they're going to do. Basically, Solomon Grundy kind of dropped the ball on that one. Sorry, I had to make the stupid joke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're probably going to have to recast Green Lantern. (laughs) (laughs) Am I I the only one in the group here that's only, only kind of excited for Dark Knight Rises? Oh, I'm excited for it. I... Avengers kind of cooled my interest a little bit just because it blew all my expectations out of the water. I see, I don't have the issues with casting that everyone else has. Like everyone's like, but Anne Hathaway as Catwoman can never work. That doesn't bother me. I'm willing to give her a chance because mm-hmm. she is a good actress, but she does have princess eyes. That's her biggest thing. This giant freaking princess eyes. Um, but um, I don't know. I, it just seems. Uh, as we mentioned on here prior, it seems so off from the other two Batmans. The other two were, you know, as we mentioned on here before, they were really grounded. Everything seemed possible. But then you go into Bane and Catwoman, which are almost pretty much the most far out and outlandish and ungrounded villains in the Batman universe. um, So it's it's just like, I don't know. Well, outside of Ra's al Ghul, who is immortal. But, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, that's true. But they never really touched on that outside of, you know, some subterfuge with uh, with Liam Neeson in the first one. Yeah. I mean, at least they're not doing Clayface or Mr. Freeze, but um, I don't know. I just I, I have no problems with the casting. I, I'm excited. Like, actually, I was kind of excited that Anne Hathaway was announced as, as uh, Selena Kyle slash Catwoman. Um, but I think, I think, like you said, the, the what they're showing for the, the story and the plot just doesn't seem as as compelling and and grounded as the last two movies did. But to be fair, in typical Nolan fashion, you don't really get a good idea of the plot in his trailers. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, because you didn't get that with Dark Knight either. You were like, okay, we know the Joker's going to be here, and a cr- bunch of crazy shit's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All I know is if, if, if in this movie, Batman does not get broken, I will be a sad person. Well, they in this, <laughs> one of the trailers, it says, you know, did, did he die? And then they're like, we don't know. So I wonder if he gets broken... Uh, early in the movie, and then the rest of the movie, it's him coming back. I wonder if that's the structure. Maybe I think that's, that's going for. I've been very, to... I've been very good about avoiding spoilers on that and the Avengers, so I haven't gone actively looking for anything. And it was really hard to do because they filmed Dark Knight Rises a bunch of it in Pittsburgh, which is an hour, hour and a half up the road from where I live. <laughs> I may, I may or may not be a little bit bitter that they didn't return to Chicago filming it too. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> Pittsburgh's a better Gotham. I love, I loved, uh, I loved in uh, in uh, Dark Knight just like when they're when they're doing all of the uh, the underground chase scenes. I'm like, that's Lower Wacker. I've been there. I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great moment. But um, um, I, I do want to say I'm not. It's not that I'm not excited about Dark Knight Rises because I am. It's it's going to be. I, I have no doubt it's going to be excellent. But. I you know maybe maybe uh maybe I'm with with Chris that just 
Avengers was so mind-bogglingly amazing, so impossibly amazing that uh, it just kind of cooled everything else. Um, I think that's a very plate. fair statement because I never expected Avengers to be mm-hmm. as good as it was. I thought it was yeah. going to be fun, but to come out of there like, holy crap, I really have no complaints about this movie. And I always find things to complain about in a comic book movie. Seriously, one one thing I want to get I want I want to mention with the Batman, and, and I don't know how one can do this, and you have to have balls to do this. But you you know now in all three Christopher Nolan Batman movies, they have turned down Robin Williams for a role in all three. That's, that's good though. Yeah. He originally well he originally went for Joker, and he didn't and he could have done it, but not as dark as. Heath Ledger did. Um, I don't know, man. Williams can do dark. Did you ever see One Hour Photo? God, that's so creepy. (laughs) Robin Williams can do dark and creepy, but you gotta remember, the fans hated the fact that Heath Ledger was cast as Joker originally. Yeah. You gotta admit, I know he's dead. Even if he wasn't dead, I'd still be like, hey, he nailed it. Yeah. His Joker was awesome. It's not necessarily a comic book Joker, but it's an awesome Joker character. um, He tried... uh, Doctor Doctor uh, Psycho. Um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, sorry, Doctor Strange. He wanted to be the Riddler also. At one and the point. Riddler. Yeah. He, he's, he's, no, you see, I think he'd have made a good Riddler. I love Enigma. He's like my favorite <laughs> villain ever. I would have yeah. loved to see a Christopher Nolan Riddler, but <laughs> oh, that's all right. I can live without it. I know we're never going to get it because he's done after this movie. Unless they throw like so much money at him, it's ridiculous. Well, and even then, I don't think he'll do it to keep them relevant. And the Batman's all they have at the moment, so. Yeah, yeah, but Bale's out, and who knows? Yeah. A whole Batman trilogy with no nipple suits. What's what's, what's just, the world come to? Yeah, I'm just glad they never put Robin in. <laughs> yeah. No Me one too. said he would never have a Robin in his movies, but I'm pretty sure that they probably pushed for it. The ambiguously gay duo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris O'Donnell's not doing anything these days, right? He's yeah, <laughs> Los, Los Angeles. Along with LL Cool J. Oh, God. So. Dark Knight. I don't know. It, it should be good. Um, yeah. It should be decent. Um, honestly, it, a lot of people are probably going to compare it to the Avengers, and it's probably going to make it get kicked in the teeth a lot, unless it is absolutely amazing. But It's, it's just a, not supposed to be the same type of movie as the Avengers, though. I know, but people will still compare it. That's, That's the true. Thing. It's, it's, it's yeah. the internet. They'll compare freaking The Dark Knight Rises to My Little Pony, for God's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited for Prometheus. You know, I actually haven't seen much on that. Like, it looks cool, but I'm not much into the whole alien movie thing, and that's kind of what looks like what's going into. Yeah, it's so. a prequel. Yeah, I'm not too interested in it. I've never liked the alien movies, though, so... It's just me, I guess. I'm, I'm a bad I've never nerd. That's, I guess that's my nerdy genre I don't get too much into. Yeah, I gotta, ha- I gotta draw the line somewhere, I guess. <laughs> Watch more History Channel, I guess that'll help. I like the History Channel. So you, uh, you should like Aliens, then. That dude's on, like, every show. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> what he is, it's like, well, we don't know how they built this, but I have the theory. Aliens. <laughs> At least he has a theory. Aliens did everything. Aliens did everything according to him. Oh, God. So, since we forgot what we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> well, we talked about Avengers, and then it went into Batman. Yeah. 
I have a note it? here on something. I can't remember what it is, but and one of you guys might. But I have a note here that says "Comic Book Man Gets Renewed." Oh, oh yeah. if you've watched the show, if anyone watches AMC, there's that show that Kevin Smith's comic store does called Comic Book Men. I guess they got renewed for a second season. Uh. Yeah, even though I don't know anyone who watches it. <laughs> I don't know anyone who watches it. I, I mean, watch I, it because it's stupid humor. It's basically Pawn Stars with comics, but... I liked my Pawn My coworker watches it because he's a Kevin Smith fan, not because he's a comic book fan, yeah. which I think is an interesting, uh, interesting way to go about watching that series. Seriously. But uh, I've, I've never seen it. Yeah. Well, they got it's, renewed. Good for them. Yay. Yeah, it, it's yeah, alright. It's nothing great, but it, it it's good background noise. I'm doing other stuff upstairs. Yeah, I yeah. I know it was on after The Walking Dead. That's how I found out about it. That's probably why I got some numbers. Probably they'll probably pair it with Walking Dead again, is my guess. Yeah. Something else I love that show. Oh, you have to watch The Walking Dead. I've got to catch up. I've I've seen the first fifteen minutes of the first episode. So. It's really good. It's not as good as the comic, but it's really good. Right now, yeah, we we see, expect in season two though. There's a lull because they do stay on the farm too long. They do. Okay. I picked up the Walking Dead compendium though, and that thing's incredible. It's it's a book probably about like that thick. <laughs> is there any tie into the recent game that came out there, or is that just a game under the title? I don't same know title? if it ties in or not. No, like the game is. Visually, like the comic book, I mean, it's in color and everything, but the visual style is kind of like the comic. Um, it takes, uh, you do meet um, Glenn before he goes to Atlanta, and you you stop by um, Herschel's farm for a little bit. Um, but it, uh, b- but after that, it's really it's its own story, and it's actually a really good game. You make your own choices, and some of it's really timed. It gets really tense. You have to save people. You have to decide who lives, who dies. Um, there's this great scene in the uh, drugstore where it's this argument, and you've got to decide really quick whose side you're on. And uh, apparently, um, Telltale is really just trying to make it to where your decisions actually do go from episode to episode, to where it That'd really be becomes cool. um, your story. I, They're going to mass rec- affect us. Yeah, but I, rec- I recommend. I do recommend the game. Um, it it looks great. It sounds great. Um, the lead character, Lee. Um, is interesting. He's a lot. I actually like a lot of the characters uh, in the game more than I do in the TV show. So there's no Carl. You don't have to look for Carl because he's <laughs> never in the house. Remember? Where's Carl? Not in the house. Um, there's no Lori, the worst parent. That's of the good year. too. Um, so yeah, um, I, re- I really recommend the game. It's, Spe- deser- it's it's getting a lot of praise and it deserves it. Speaking of zombie games, have you guys played the Oregon Trail? No, but it sounds amazing. It's the Oregon Trail with zombies. <laughs> sounds awesome. Oh, <laughs> it's a stupid flash game, but it's called the Oregon Trail, and you you have a uh, a uh, station wagon. You have to load up with supplies and things like that. <laughs> and when you're out I'm hunting in the wilderness, happen. zombies attack you. <laughs> it's brilliant. This. I'm gonna go and find people this. can like break their arms and slow you down. <laughs> it's a hilarious game. Do you get dysentery? I think you do. I can't remember. You have to. It well, doesn't matter. You have to get dysentery. It's like what happens like every freaking time you play Oregon Trail. Yes. Mary has died. She has yeah. The director's cut of the Oregon Trail is currently a Kickstarter thing to try and go to iOS, Android, and PC and Mac. And it was successful. Okay, wasn't? I hadn't gotten that yeah. far yet. See, I, I, 
I can't get behind Kickstarters personally because if they get funded and you give them that money and then they decide, yeah, we're not going to do this, then, um, yeah, you just gave them your money. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you want to play the Oregon Trail, it's at hatsproductions.com slash Oregon Trail. Good. I'll have to check that out. Or just Google it. It's it's exactly like the Oregon Trail, just with zombies. And it's, it's I foresee I will make YouTube videos on this. I think you need to live stream the Oregon Trail. I might. Or the Oregon Trail. I might. Stupid YouTube, and I had to make a new YouTube channel. Oh, by the way, for the podcast, it'll get split into like freaking nine parts on the new YouTube channel because I don't have the ability to upload anything over 15 minutes again. That's fine. I can pull the audio off of a Twitch yeah. just as easily. Yeah, stupid fucking Google. Fuck you, Google. Anyways, <laughs> uh, outside of my Google hate, um, we have like 15 minutes left. So does anyone want to say anything about, uh, is it 15? Actually, about 10. About uh, Diablo 3? Yeah. Amazon announced it's their most pre-ordered game ever. I actually saw an announcement that it was the most pre-ordered game ever, period. It very well could be. But uh, they're also figuring in those 1.3 million... Um, annual subscriptions as pre-orders, which I guess technically they basically were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did we also talk, before we start on that, did we talk about Bioshock Infinite getting delayed? till like, next year? Like, 2014? To February? February, yeah. It's supposed to be, what, like, October 19th, and now it's February 26th. Yeah, right. And they're not, they're not showing at E3 or Gamescom, either. It's not only just delayed. Something. They're not showing it. That means something's sure. fucked up. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. them take their time though and do it right. In the end, you know, it's it's always it's like it's Blizzard basically. You know, I'd rather them delay it and put it out later than <laughs> them release a broken, buggy product. You know, I said that about StarCraft Ghost ten years ago. <laughs> I got StarCraft. <laughs> that's, that's that's Project Titan, man. Don't you know it's oh, gonna be man. the StarCraft Ghost MMO. God, that's, I hope that goes viral. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a wound that has not uh, has not opened up in a while, Chris. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> that's an old pain. Isn't there Supposedly, people who have, you like, get to go to Blizzard's that um, still? I think they stopped pre-orders, but supposedly if you go to Blizzard's main headquarters or whatever, they have a statue from StarCraft Ghost right in the front room that you have to walk by to get in that <laughs> Oh, man. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, so is this you're just owning up to your failure, or are you just teasing us still? <laughs> Oh, Starcraft Ghost! Wow. Actually, I don't know. I don't know uh, what what there is to say about Diablo three except just it's everyone's excited for it. Like it's I I I can't wait. I'm uh I just want to I just want to vomit flies all over everything. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Um, one thing um, I found, and this isn't really much of a spoiler or anything, but. Um, some numbers got released on Diablo 3, and in, in the hardest mode, which is insane mode, in single player, Diablo is going to have over 77 million health. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's single player. So you, should ban- you figure you, in a four-player game, you multiply that by 4.3. <laughs> wow. I hate life right now. <laughs> <laughs> and also oh, keep in mind in Inferno mode to to maintain that it's going to be the hardest difficulty possible they have enrage timers so you can't kite them forever <laughs> oh hell 
<laughs> We're all like, how many times are we going to die to Inferno Mode Diablo? <laughs> A lot. It'll be fun, though. Maybe. Um, they actually have all the boss health over at DiabloFan.com. Um, DiabloFans.com. Um, I'd, tr- I'd recommend if you don't like spoilers. Uh, they're actually pretty good about hiding them. But there are a lot of spoilers over there right now. They have, like, images from the cutscenes which have caused a lot of people to rage, by the way. A lot. I won't mention uh, what it is. As if nerds to, have any reason to rage, though. I don't really want to ruin anything for anyone else. I know the issue, but nerds rage over stupid things, like this specifically has really got them <laughs> upset. Um, if you want to know what it is, just message me after the show, and I'll send you a picture. Um, but it's got people pretty pissed off. Um over stupidity in the end it's nothing to be pissed off about but uh yeah good times it's people get mad um and there isn't a lot that we can say about diablo 3 because we're just waiting for it we're mm-hmm. you know, chomping at the bit so to speak um I'm, I'm sure it'll be a good time at the midnight release so i'll be up there i love going to midnight releases they're up, always fun i'll be up there passing out business cards <laughs> Like, hey, I'm going to live stream this. You should watch. Don't play it yourself. Watch <laughs> me instead. <laughs> or watch me while you're playing it. I don't care. Uh, yeah, me and a group of people are going to probably try to get into the Inferno modes and live stream them pretty quickly. It's, it'll be fun because we're, we're hardcore Diablo people, yo. <laughs> Chris. One thing I will say is I'm, I'm actually really bummed because um, if I recall correctly, Torchlight 2 has either just released or is going to release very close to Diablo 3. Yeah, it's like and a couple weeks like after, I think. a decision on their part. Well, they just went into beta, so I think it's it more than a couple, couple weeks, weeks after. after? It's, it's like a couple months, because they just went into now beta. Now i got to know. I, mean, I had to write something about it at one point. I can't honestly, remember that, that would be them shooting themselves in the foot. Here, Diablo! A torchlight! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, huh. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I must have been mistaken. It's, uh... It is summer 2012, so okay. Well, that's good. That's actually perfect because as soon as I'm done playing Diablo 3, then Torchlight 2 will come out, and I can just kind of ride that train all the way through the rest <laughs> of the game. <laughs> probably gonna want to pick up an extra mouse <laughs> or two because if you're gonna do that many, freaking your clicker is gonna be broken. <laughs> it's like, I'll just need a I'll just need a bandolier of mice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you guys read, like, the Control-Alt-Delete webcomic? Because there was one probably about two weeks back where the guy was just sitting there clicking his mouse, like, what are you doing? He's like, getting ready for Diablo 3. Yeah, I saw that. I actually threw that up on my uh, Yeah, Hey Facebook page for people to see. It was pretty funny. That's good times. Good times. Yeah, I, I already have an extra couple mice setting here. Because <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty violent to my mice. That's why I buy cheap mice. This is, like, a $10 mouse. It's cheap. Um... <laughs> Because I've bought a $50 mouse once, and it's still broken the same amount of time that this one does. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Screw that. $10! <laughs> Kmart, man. They're the only place that sells a, a, a five-button mouse that's wired anywhere, like Kmart. And it's like 10 bucks. So, go Kmart. That's the only thing you sell that's worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh God! What about the new Sim City? Anyone looking forward to that? Requires Origin. Well, I'm not looking forward to it no. now. <laughs> they they made yeah. an announcement a little while ago that it would require Origin and it will not be available on Steam. 
Fail. It's like, wow. we have this amazing platform to sell our games. We're not going to want to use it because we want you to use ours instead. Money-hungry bastards of EA. <laughs> There's actually, a reason they were voted worst company in America, right? Yeah, I was actually looking forward to the new SimCity until I'm like, oh yeah, Origins. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, screw Origins. Screw them. Stick it. Screw it. I don't care. Just, like... <laughs> If they'd make the product better, it's 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 like okay, yes, someone needs to compete with Steam because well, you have to have competition. Even though Gabe is a good guy, he needs competition. It's just the way of the economy and whatnot. But if you're going to try to compete with Steam, for God's sakes, try. Don't just say <laughs> don't force people to use it because yeah, yeah. Origins is a pile of crap. I actually saw a picture somewhere like, look at this amazing origin cell, and they had Battlefield, uh, like Battlefield Three, which is normally like sixty for fifty-five dollars. It's like that is that's an amazing cell right there, five dollars. <laughs> like I remember, because I'm cheap, waiting for Skyrim to go and sell on Steam, and I picked up Skyrim for forty bucks, like during the first three weeks it came out. I'm like, yeah, see, see, Steam. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of things to talk about. I'm just rambling on now. Um, since this is almost over, we need to speak about it. Um, what? That sounds almost serious. I'm a little worried now. Um, I, I want. I was actually trying to wait for Naki to be back, and I wanted to have like half the group be female. That would have been awesome for this <laughs> discussion, but that's not going to happen. I can put a wig on. Okay, uh, Chris, you're officially a woman too. <laughs> it's not much of a stretch, except for the beard. But um, <laughs> but um, I want to talk about the the Maxim Girl Gamer um a little bit, and the fact is, is this a good or a bad thing? Does it portray a bad image for female gamers? Is it negative to the? Is it does it reinforce the stereotypes that that girl gamers have to fight against all the time? Anyways, first off, I I really don't like girl gamer, not just because the girl. I am a gamer. And I'm also female. Yeah. That's first off. You know, you guys don't have to go around being like, I'm a male gamer. You just say, I'm a gamer. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Um, that's the first thing. Um, you know, if it w- I'm, this whole, you know, a lot of society likes it when women fight. You know, like, oh, you're supposed to hate her because she's pretty or whatever. That's, you know, that's something that, you know, we first off need to get over. Um, you know, if if a woman wants to wear a bikini and play a game and put herself out on the internet or whatever, fine. Uh, It's when men expect it from us. When men want to, you know, put women to talk about games and they have to wear certain clothes, they are expected to lick controllers. Um, It's that whole... Nice job, Olivia Munn. It's that whole, like... You have to be that way. You have to look a certain way. When you're expected, you know, like that, like that's it. It's like, that's the problem. You know, like if, if it was our decision, then that's one thing. But it's when you're just expected to be that way in order to have that type of job. That's the problem. And, you know, I, here I am. I'm trying to do this and talk about games. I obviously 
you know, I'm not going to apply for the whole Maxim thing, and it, and it has nothing to do with what I know or don't know about games. It's because I just don't look a certain way, and I'm obviously not going to get it just because of that. And if you, you know, if you take, if you just take a look at the visible personalities in gaming, um, when you go from like GameSpot to Giant Bomb to even Game Informer, you know, the women have to, you know, still we have to look a certain way. Um, and that's part of the problem. And a lot of us, you know, I'm already, I've already been labeled a liberal feminazi dyke <laughs> by the internet. And I have to take it. I take it. And I know that a lot more women like me who use their real names, there's a, ho there's a lot of women who talk about games who don't even use their real name. Um, they hide behind stuff and it's like, okay, you, you feel like you have to do that, that's fine, but there needs to be more of us who are out there using our real names, doing the byline, you know, this review by someone, and you know, every time I put something out there, I'm already prepared for the whole, you are a hysterical, liver femi nazi type of thing and you need to shut up and here's my cock let me shove it in your mouth so you shut up <laughs> um i'm already prepared for that i've already gotten that and there's just we unfortunately there's there has to be a group of us that take this in order to make it better and this whole maxim thing is not making it better i mean if if you're going to have somebody talk about games you know somebody who can communicate well talk about the games, you know, be engaging and stuff, and that needs to be first. Everything else needs to be secondary, and that's my two cents on it. I would have a more informed opinion about the Maxim Gamer Girl uh, site and phenomena in general if the site fucking worked. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got I've got one good friend who she has a page on there she posts about it regularly on Google Plus and every time I go to her page and try and access the blog or vote for her or any of the videos it just gives me this runtime error server error in slash application runtime error and yeah I just it, popped it up too did the same for me oh, wow. it spits a bunch of internet speak at me that I I'm I'm not a big computer guy so it spits it spits a bunch of I don't know like Java at me or something and. Uh, and then I go away and I don't use it. Um, but I think I see what they're trying to do. And Michelle, I agree that it's it's that that expectation that you're a gamer girl. That's awesome. Let's exploit that. Let's let's try and and turn that into there's there's girls who game and then there are gamer girls. And gamer girls are like this retarded sexualized caricature of a girl who just happens to play games. And, you know, I, I think, I think it's because, because I'm not a woman. Um, I have to, I have to draw some kind of comparison. I think it, the best comparison I can draw off the top of my head is when you think of a guy who plays sports and then you think of the stereotypical jock, um, it's completely different for a lot of reasons. But if you take those two images, you can get kind of an idea of that disparity of, you have a guy who plays sports, and he might be just a regular guy, likes to have a beer, maybe he sits down and plays Xbox for a little bit, and goes and has, you know, and does his thing. But then you have the jock stereotype, and that's that letter jacket from high school, crew cut, I'm going to give you a wedgie even though I'm 30 years old, and I should have outgrown this thing, and it's just, it's, it's that weird 
the difference between what it actually is and what it really is and what makes this worse is that it's so exploitative. And it probably doesn't help when you've got your, your gaming channel on cable being G4, where that's basically what they live on. How did Olivia Munn get famous? She showed a bunch of skin, licked controllers, and acted like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, and she she and she did it because she wanted an acting career, and yeah. she's got one. And you know, at least they also have Morgan Webb, who built her career on actually being knowledgeable. Didn't stand that way for, uh, for, for a while. She kind of got off of that, but that's one out of how many of their G four girls, though. I mean, oh, let's yeah, be honest. That's true. Yeah. I don't even watch G four that much. I turn it on occasionally if something good is going to be on X Play, but. You know, I I see things I see things like that. I see things like the Frag Dolls or even some of the, the more kind of niche sites. Like I don't know if you guys are familiar with like there's a site called I, I'm worried to name them because they're definitely not safe for work. It's a it's a pinup modeling site called Cosplay Deviants that basically does softcore cosplay porn. Um, pinups. I'm sorry, I don't want to say porn. That's that's not fair or right. <laughs> but they do pinups, and I see stuff like that and. The idea for them is to titillate and 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 you know get guys interested, but it just makes me uncomfortable because it's it's like well is that is that what the girl really wants to be doing? Is she doing it just to get attention? Is she doing it just to get a paycheck? And, I think yeah, I'm just you know, too cynical. I just think yeah, it's like you know, Frank Dolls was a good idea, and I and you know the way that they first did it. I can understand, you know, like the whole, the they look a certain way, because if you look at the frag dolls, they have to look a certain way, they have like those the cute little nicknames, you know, like Vixen or whatever. It's like, fine, that was fine in the beginning, because, you know, the whole, you know, idea of women playing games was like so radical, apparently, then. But it's like, now it's time to take it and evolve it, you know, let, let other women who don't look like that be a frag doll as well. Let it mm-hmm. expand. Let, let's start getting different people in, you know, different types of women in frag dolls. Let them use real names if they have to. It's like, okay, if you have to have a nickname, fine, but also if they want to also put out their real name there too, let them do that. You know, let it evolve. That mm-hmm. we, That's what needs to happen now. And if it doesn't, then it's just going to really self-perpetuate this problem. It's like it's time to evolve the idea of the frag dolls now. You know. Michelle, I'm going to say something ironic, and I'm kind of interested in your opinion on this. But um, given that I that I went on a little bit of a tirade, uh, should should men just shut the hell up and let women talk and do their own thing here? Because it seems like there's a lot of dudes who have very strong opinions about gamer White girls. Knights. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, or like the term mansplaining. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm a man. Let me. Um, you know, here's the thing. It is. It's really bad for women right now. Not just in gaming. Not just in Hollywood. I have half the country telling me what they want to do with my uterus. Uh, so it's kind of tough right now. It's like we're we're fighting a big civil rights. Not only with female rights, but with gay rights. It's like this whole. I really feel like this big civil rights thing kind of happened, and and it's like. Kind of. I mean, it's like not so much we want you guys to shut up. It's just like, you know, like what you said about like being uncomfortable with the whole Maxim idea. That's what we need. We need more guys to be like, yeah, you know, not all not all guys who play Call of Duty think that women should not play the game. It's like, you know, yeah, we we are uncomfortable with guys that um, tell 
women online that they need to be raped um, and stuff like that. You know, that type of stuff we we welcome, you know. So we don't want you, like, just to shut up about it. But, you know, um, but when it comes to expecting us to fight, you know, each other, you know, and women, women fighting each other, that's what's really also hurting us, you know, just you know just kind of let us work that type of stuff out we need to be a lot more supportive of each other um of the women in general that needs to happen but no we don't want you to we don't want guys to like shut up about it we don't want to be like oh that's a woman's issue i can't say anything about it um but at least say what you know and what you don't know um don't try to be an expert on a woman's issue um that's something we don't like <laughs> you don't have a uterus you will not understand why we're so upset at Congress right now, why we're upset about certain laws that are happening right now, um, because, you know, you, you don't have a uterus, so you will never completely understand and you will never completely be an expert on it. So that part, that part needs to stop. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, one thing, to be, to be fair, men don't play Call of Duty. Those are boys. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're all under the age of 15, let's be honest here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, and outside of the political issues, yeah, because um, politics is something I try to st I stray away from just because of the sheer amounts of arguments. Oh yeah. wow! But um, it is a it is a big issue, and uh, like like the Maxim Girl Gamer site says, it is powered by Virgin. So <laughs> in the upper right hand corner, you mean you actually got the logo? <laughs> yeah, in the upper ri upper right hand corner on the bottom of the logo it says powered by Virgin. So. They're honest, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are actually out of time for today, though. We're at like, a little over, actually, but that's fine. Uh, thank you all for showing up uh, and being here. Um, if any of you are interested in coming back again, watch Twitter. Uh, usually Chris and Naki handle a lot of that um, because they're on Twitter more than I am. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the Twitter, but I'm trying, damn it. Um, so, yes, thank you. Uh, it'll be on iTunes later on, and Chris handles most of that. So, thank you. As for the live streaming for today, guys, like gaming-wise, I want to want to tell you all to go spend time with your mother. It's Mother's Day, damn it. You don't need to be here watching me, and I won't be live streaming today at all. Uh, maybe maybe later this evening. Um, and have a good day, guys. Um, thank you all once again for being here. Do any of you have thank closing you. statements? Thank you. No one. Just, just, um, just you know, like if a woman is gaming, it's because she likes it, not because she's trying to get a guy's attention, and not just because her boyfriend might have be gaming as well. You know, so sometimes women just like to game because we like to game. So, yep. thank you, Chris Ryan. Anything to close? Just thanks for having me on. It was a real pleasure. <laughs> All right. Glad you could do it. And Chris, anything? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Later, guys. <laughs> Have a good Monday.